No, the, the opening billboard. And good evening, folks. Welcome in once again to Husky Stadium in Helena, Alabama. The Hanley Tigers on the road to take on Montevala, playing at a neutral site due to some unfortunate circumstances. Uh, when Hurricane Zeta came through a couple of weeks ago, did some damage over at Montevala's football stadium. And uh, so uh, we're going to play this game tonight uh, at Helena High School uh, in the Birmingham area, just north of Montevala. And uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to have Hanley head football coach Larry Strain. You're listening to Hanley Tiger football on the iSchool Sports Network. This is Hanley Tiger football. Hanley Tiger Championship football is on the air. Powered by the Knowles Group and sponsored in part by Southern Union State Community College, WM Grocery, First Bank of Alabama, Meadows Farm Equipment, Shepherd's Jewelry, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Tanner Hospital, Trailer Health and Rehabilitation, Tri-County Insurance Evan Manning, First Bank, Randolph County Mobile Home, Air Control, the Randolph Leader, Emergency Medical Transport, Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown Team, Futural Farms, EHC Pharmacy, Reliance Realty, Corner One, The Car Clinic, Lowry Drugs and Gifts, Express Chicken and Fish, Edward Jones Financial, Sean Bradley, and by Main Street Animal Hospital. Rebroadcast, reproduction, or retransmission of tonight's presentation in any form is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Hanley High School Athletic Department. This is the iSchool Sports Network. iSchool Sports Network proudly presents The Coach Larry Strain Show. Brought to you by the Strain family of companies. Strain Construction, Strain Asphalt and Paving, Strain Trucking, and Strain Utility. Now, along with Hanley head coach Larry Strain, here's your host, Randolph Leader Sports Editor, Tim Altor. This is the Coach Larry Strain Show, playoff edition, week number two, the second round of the playoffs. Hanley getting ready to take on Montevallo, and it's a game that's on the road. And, Coach, we were talking just before we went on the air about how a good crowd is already forming to travel with you guys. Apparently, y'all have sold a good number of tickets already to this game. Well, just from what I understand, people calling me hunting for tickets. I know that the Hanley side is already sold out. Um, but, however, you know, when you're the visiting team, you don't get near as many. I, I don't know exactly how many. I never saw the numbers that Montevallo is going to get. I know from the first round game with Viger, we had 1,048 tickets, and they had 400 and something tickets. I would think that their side would be quite larger. I know that we have sent people over to their side to go ahead and buy them tickets once that, that came up. So I know two or three people have already bought tickets under the Viger name. Well, it's good to have the Hanley family moving and traveling with you guys and showing you the support. And we'll talk about some of the keys. We'll look back at last week in, in tonight's show and talk about some of the keys that led to a Hanley victory in round one against Viger. We'll get coaches take on some of the unsung playmakers in this offense. And then we'll turn our attention to tonight's second round playoff game against the Montevallo Bulldogs. 
All that and more on the Coach Larry Strain Show when we come back. Strain Asphalt and Paving is the company that sets the bar for asphalt and pavement maintenance contractors. Serving East Central Alabama, Strain has the crew, the equipment, and experience to exceed your expectations with a competitive price. Whether you're looking for a driveway for your home or a parking lot for your business or church, Strain Asphalt and Paving. Call Dave Strain for a free estimate, 334-534-0236. Back with Coach Larry Strait, and I'm your host, Tim Altork. And, Coach, the 32-20 win over Viger in the first round. I want to go back to a critical sequence in that game, the blocked field goal. Could have been a game changer. You were able to answer that, though, with a 45-yard touchdown run by Tate Meadows. Basically put the game out of reach. Talking to you after the game, you alluded to the fact that you had some things sort of play-wise held in reserve for that very situation at the end of the game. Tell us about that and the overall philosophy of sort of saving these high-leverage plays for exactly when you need it. Well, you have to always practice, and I call them one-hit wonders a lot of times, that, that uh, you're, they're only good to run one time pretty much in the season. And, and some of the one-hit wonders are, are only good against certain teams according on what they do. For example, we have a play that we call zero, and the play zero is uh, um, when the other team runs zero coverage in the secondary, so that's what it's named for. And so we have run that play once once before in the season. Matter of fact, it's been probably two, three years since I've run that particular play, and I'm not going to comment what the exact play is. But, uh, you know, it really depends on what the defense is giving you and what they're doing Friday night. And uh, Friday night against Viger, there were there were several things that was going on during, during the course of the game. They changed their scheme of what they were doing defensively. Uh, all season long they did it. And you had to also wait for our game. You knew that it was coming, but when that scheme was coming – uh, in the game, for example, you know they may have been in a, a 50 front, or you know, they was running really, or really running a 3-4 type defense. But it had to do really in the game based upon where their number 51 was and what they did. And it's something similar that I did when I was at Woodland years ago. If you have one or two real strong defensive players, you I would put them on one side of the field and load the box on the other side of the field. Well, Friday night, what they were doing against us when it got to that sequence. With the with the uh, block field goal, and, and the block field goal was in my mind the whole time. Matter of fact, I was debating just to run it, or you know, I didn't feel like that throwing a long pass would do us any good because they were defending us as playing previous defense because we were, you know, you know what was it third? It was fourth and thirty maybe fourth and long, I mean, fourth and long because of penalty sure. and uh, and you know it was goal to go, so there's no chance to get a get a first down down there. So. Uh, we were, I debated on, in my mind, I mean, I told anybody else, I may just run it and just get what we can get and play defense because it was in the back of my mind because they've already blocked one of our extra points and then um, they could return this thing for But it was the right call, in my opinion. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go in the game. You got a chance, you know, probably not to make the score a touchdown, but uh, uh, kick a field goal. I want to kind of – to kind of be put in that situation to kick a field goal to help you. You're going to need it, obviously, farther down in the playoffs if you're fortunate enough to go that distance. But, uh, you know, they blocked a punt, you know. And then when they block, when they, when they block, I'm sorry, when they block the field goal, when they block the field goal, they got the advantage then because they're all our kids is facing the wrong way and theirs is coming toward the ball. So they, they score a touchdown. The only problem about that was now it gets them back within a one-score game where they can go down and score. So on the, on the very next series, what you figured out, they were moving 51 to the wide side of the field is basically what happened. And um, what they were doing up to that point was, was any time that I had twins to one side of the field with the back on that side of the field, they matched up in cover one coverage. They liked on man-to-man. They played a different type of zone coverage 
on the opposite side of the field. And when they did, they were bringing one or two linebackers off the edge to not give you much time to do. So basically what it boils down to, because of the, most of the time I would put the two receivers in the back to the wide side of the field, forcing us to go to the boundary because that's where 51 and those folks were coming from off the edge. And uh, so we started attacking the short side of the field there. And it worked out rather well for us. But, it, it uh, you know, you, you didn't do that earlier in the game. It was really just at that particular time of the game that they the series or, two, series or so before that they had started playing that particular defense. So we had picked up on that because of a good job from the people in the press box talking to us, and uh, we were kind of prepared for it as well. And so we were expecting it. And so we just didn't know when it was going to occur during the game. I, I'm surprised you didn't ask me about the free kick. Well, see, I know I, I promise you a bunch of people were confused about that. We've talked about that before, but I'm glad you bring it up. Explain exactly what that was all about for people who might not know. Well, first first of all, the, the biggest thing in, during the course of the game was this. You know, it was right before halftime. I was wanting to get some more points. You know, uh, there I can't even remember what, what was the score at halftime, 18 to 7. Is that what the score was? The score was 18 to 7, something along those lines. And I was trying to score again. And we had them backed up within within the five on their own five-yard line or, or – it may have been two or three for all I know. But anyway, my initial thought process was not, hey, I'm fixing to kick a free kick. That's not how this thing developed. Because there's about 20 seconds left, if I'm not mistaken. It's not a lot of time. Not, not a lot of time. But, but I knew that a field goal was going to be my best opportunity you know, to, to score. But it was a little bit – they had to help me out over there because I only had two timeouts. <clears throat> he had come out on the first down play and intentionally was going to down the ball because you can tell what he run. So uh, on the first down play, he uh, downed the ball. So I could immediately call timeout, keep the clock from running out, because the clock would have run out if I hadn't called timeout on that particular play. But then the second down play, he had a, a change of velocity now because he thought he had to get a first down. And so when he did, they run to their sideline over there, and that was the short side of the field, and the back run out of bounds. So I was, immediate, I was immediately questioning my official on the far sideline where I was at. Was it a dead ball is it a, or is it a hot clock? I was immediately questioning him that. He said, no, it's a dead ball. He ran out of bounds. I said, the clock is dead. I said, good. So then that saved me because I didn't have it two timeouts. I couldn't stop the clock. Otherwise, if he had slid down and not went out of bounds, there was nothing I could have done on the third down play. Now that's going to force them. My intention at this point was make them snap it. They, they've had trouble issues in the past with the snap, maybe snap it over the quarterback's head, maybe a fumble snap. I'm I, I, I was on the sideline. This is just my perspective. I heard you. Turn to your coaches and say, "Should we call timeout and make them do something stupid?" <laughs> yeah, but, but, but my whole intentions was that them to make a mistake right, down there. Right. We had them in that position. Now, if it'd been out toward midfield, a chance for them to score. But the reason why I was really talking to the coaches was I wanted my defensive coaches to make sure that it was okay for me to call timeout if they worried about them drawing something up and scoring before we come in at halftime. So that was really what the question was to the to the defensive coaches. And so then, of course, on second down play. Uh, he runs out of bounds. Now they go to the third down play, and I immediately call timeout again. And now, now I'm going to force them to punt. And because they have not you know, really got past the 10-yard line yet, and I knew that their punter is either one, the ball gets snapped over his head. One game he kicked for a negative four yards, and he one game he didn't average but 10 yards a punt. So my thought process at the time actually was, to kick a field goal. I'd already hollered for field goal unit to get ready. I already told Caleb to be ready. And I actually went over there on the outside part of my mind, told Ahmad to go put his shoe on. Now, Ahmad had not practiced um, kicking the ball in the last three weeks since I got him back. Ahmad can kick the ball deeper, but he's a straight-on kicker. And um, 
anyway, so we immediately went to two deep backs on the punt, and we instructed them to catch the fair catch. Which that's, most, that's the key to the whole thing. That's the key to the whole thing. Most people do, does not understand that. I can't line up and take a free kick at any time except in a few circumstances in the game. One of the options that nobody very rarely, it's only t- twice in my career that I've seen it in person, and Danny Horn did it last year at play Central game, in which it, I already knew about that before then because it used to be a riddle that I said how the riddle that I always used to question everybody in football, if you think you know everything about football, how can a team uh, win a ball game one to nothing? And I said, and I'm going to tell you, there's two ways that you can win the ball game. This used to be. The rules changed since then, if I'm not mistaken. And one way is by forfeit. scores one to nothing. The other way that you can win a football game by one to nothing score is by free kick because it used to only be worth one point. So the scenario is, is when you fair catch football, now you have the option to put the ball in play, run a scrimmage play, or you have the option to take a, choose a free kick. So we chose a free kick. And so since the ball now went to about the 40-yard line, if I remember correctly, he punted it farther than I intended to. Had, what, 10 seconds, 10.5 seconds on the clock, something like that. It was some very few seconds on the clock. I knew it was out of Caleb's range probably to kick a 50-yard. He's hit a 45 Plus, you had the option now they could have blocked that field goal and run it back before half, but I had the option now to go with a free kick so they don't get to rush. So we have a free kick. If he can kick it through the uprights, it's worth three points. Of course, he didn't come close to kicking it through the uprights, but, but still it makes for an interesting conversation. I'm sure that I got hollered at from the stands with you, quite a few folks. You and, could hear the, the ripple of confusion going through the crowd, wondering what in the world y'all were doing, and I got a lot of questions about it at, after halftime. You know, folks asking me what you were, and I offered the best explanation I could, but you took advantage of a, of a rule. Right. Took advantage of a rule. If I could have kicked it and made it, made three more points, in which Ramad just got the leg to kick it from there, you know, it probably, it, the worst thing that he does, did was we did not use the leather ball. The manager, not that the manager knew any different, they used the, uh, the um, composite ball. And that's not what Mod kicks best. And, and I told him again after that, he needs to always kick the leather ball. Now, Caleb needs to kick the composite ball. But that's one reason why it kind of scurried off the side of his foot down through there because of the ball that he was kicking. An unusual turn of events and, and a, a very uh, hidden rule that a lot of people don't know about. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with more Coach Larry Strain. For lander site preparation, call the boys at Strain Construction Company. From new home construction to lake lots, chicken houses, grading, ponds, or utility piping, they can dig it. Strain Construction Company, 256-357-2340. That's 256-357-2340. They're hardworking boys that'll get the job done right with some big kid toys. Backhoes, bulldozers, and graders. Located in the New Hope community between Wadawi and Woodland. Strain Construction Company. They'll move the earth to please you. All right, Coach, I want to throw some stats at you for, for this next question. Thir- by my count, 30, you have, Hanley has scored 31 total touchdowns this season. 17 have come on, run by Tay, Tay Meadows. The other 14 have spread out among eight players. Friday, we saw Quade Lewis take one to the house for his first touchdown of the season. Aiden Robertson almost did the same thing, tackled at the four-yard line. And, and it really just kind of seems like every week someone different is making this kind of play that matters. And, and really, no knock on Quade or Aiden. But I'm sure Viger wasn't game planning for those two guys. They're not saying, well, where's number three? How much of an advantage of it is to have these sort of hidden guys that you can run out there and get big plays like that? Well, that's advantage that we that's something that we've got to take advantage of more often. Um, we've got some kids that's, you know, and I've discussed it with the team um, this past week. Matter of fact, they may be coming up to the Viger game or actually in film on Sunday, I think. Different kids bring different things to the table. And, you know, Dylan Brooks is probably not a great deep route runner. 
if that makes sense. So if you're trying to throw the ball deep, you know, Dillon's probably not your guy that you want to. He's more of the, you know, the short possession type throws, the, the uh, you know, routes that are closer either in the flat or, you know, the hook curl zone or something like that. But you've got, you know, you got Jamiroquai that's got great speed. you got Maurice Cameron that's great, got great speed. And you got Quad A that's great speed. And I, and I tried to tell my team that, look, Everybody's got to bring something different to the table, what you are good at. And I got to try to exploit those things. Aiden Robinson does a great job, you know, you know blocking, running our butt sniffer spot, or H-back, or what you want to call it. That particular play, because they were playing on the backside, we'd already seen it. And, and this is the way these plays go during the game. We had a perfect call. We actually had that play called earlier in the first half. He called it. We got a penalty uh, down there, so it negated that. It just so happens on because of what they were doing defensively that one time, we had put twins over or we had two receivers that side, and they did not pick up Aiden. It was actually an RPO, had the uh, run-pass option. He could have handed the ball. We're reading outside linebacker on the play. You know, great great read by Evan, great throw by Evan. Um, you know, of course, great run by Aiden. But, you know, you say, well, you know, somebody probably is going to ridicule Aiden. So, well, he got hawked. Now, well, Aiden's not the speed guy. Uh, that's that's not what his purpose is. Not that's that's not the position that he plays. Right. You got to have a bigger, thicker guy to play in that position. But you know that's just one of them plays to, that bails us out. The play that I was so impressed with was back to the quad A play on the that was actually sixty three rodeo. The, the key there, and we've been working with Evan and Cannon Kyle's on this the whole time. Both my quarterbacks want to wait for the receiver to come wide open before they release the ball. We have to throw the ball on time. We've been stressing that. And Evan releases the ball before Quade is even open, before he's even open. And what was happening on that particular play, everybody's so conscious of Dylan Brooks, they were double cardening. So the outside linebacker chases Dylan to the out as long as the corner does, because two, or the free safety come across. Well, when he runs that big 10 curl there, Evan throws it just as soon as the linebackers vacate. And actually, if you see it in film, um, Quad A is still a yard or two behind the linebacker. So that's and we talk about when to throw the ball on some other routes. When he's behind that guy, you throw it in the grass to where he's coming to. So the time the ball gets there, it's perfect. And Evan threw it on perfect time. Of course, you can't negate what Quad A did. He turned on the Jets, you know, and he made a great move. Plus, Jamiroquai's brother gets down there in front and picks up the last block to get him in the end zones. So you know, we, we've got to take advantage of those positions more often than what we do. Some unsung heroes making some big plays when it matters. All right, we'll take a break, come back and talk about Montebello right after this. When you need dirt or gravel delivery for commercial or residential building or landscaping projects, there's no need to take on the heavy lifting or mess by yourself. Call Wayne Strain at Strain Trucking, 256-610-3043. Strain Trucking will haul, dump, and distribute dirt to your site, always at a competitive rate. They have bulldozers, backhoe, excavator, and trencher service available, too. For the best in dirt and gravel hauling, call Strain Trucking at 256-610-3043. 0-3-0-4-3. Second round opponent, the Montevallo Bulldogs beat St. James in the first round, 27-21 in overtime. They come into a record of 7-4, but this is not a program that's accustomed to playoff success. They've reached the second round just eight times in school history and have won that second round game just once, way back in 1984. When people hear Montevallo, they're not thinking football powerhouse in terms of reputation. How does this team differ, Coach, from the perception versus the reality? Is this a more challenging team than people may think? Well, that's hard. I'm still trying to figure that out, too. So, so I really don't know um, just how good they are. Because, you know, be honest with you, going into last week's playoffs, I felt like Region 1, who is who was in the playoff, which was Mobile Christian, Viger, Jackson, and then um, Williamson that was in the playoffs, 
I felt like they had the best region, but our region fares against them three to one last week. And matter of fact, Cherokee County only loses to th- by three to uh, Mobile Christian, who has been ranked number one all season long. So I, you really don't know. I, th- I think that you get caught up in people's records, and you know, but you can be ten and zero and not played nobody. And I think we've had this conversation with me before. I've never been ten and zero in my entire life. Never been undefeated in my entire coaching career and football. And going into the playoffs, but I'd like to rather play something. Now, there's different opinions of that. The sports writer at Mo, uh, Montevallo obviously says that we ain't played nobody either. So, so, so who knows? But the the point of the matter is that the only thing that I do rely upon and it <clears throat> is this: if you go back and look in the 2019 state championship games, you look there were six or seven schools, if I remember. I'm just guessing right now, but I did that know at one time that was in the Super Seven last year. Either won state championships. They were all from this area. You can go back and count them. You can talk about Lynette. You can talk about Jackson. You can talk about Oxford. There's some reason why those teams are – Clay Central wins it. You know, there were seven of them, if I remember correctly. Not only Addison played in the semifinals. And and I credit some of this goes all the way back to the Limeville-Clay County days. Limeville-Clay County up to Annie years ago when Coach Horn was there. Up to Annie in that 2A Region 5 around here. Even for a while, Hanley was in the region with them at the time. They up to Annie. And the level of football climbed in this part of the state. And it is really abode, I don't know if that's the right word, or done us well in this part of the state for when we get into the playoffs. I'm not knocking Montevallo whatsoever. I'm as fearful of Montevallo as that. I'm, I'm scared to death right now talking about it on the field because you never know because you don't know what to expect. I know they got good coaches. I know they're making it made a turnaround already this year. So it's a game that we have to take serious. But I do like the area. Even though the other guy doesn't think we played anybody, but it, you know when you play a Lynette and a Clay Central, you know, and then you play a Viger, which I know Viger's record may be four and five, but I mean they only play in St. Paul's and all all them folks that's supposed to be at the top of the heat. Uh, I just hope they don't come much stronger than a Viger or Clay Central or Lynette, though. Yeah, you play some some pretty pretty tough competition along the way. All right, one more break. We'll come back and wrap things up with Coach Larry Strain. For water system installations, commercial or subdivision, Strain Utility can handle the job. For years, Lane and Shane's crews have installed water main lines, service lines, fire hydrants, valves, and road bores. They're equipped with bulldozer, backhoes, excavators, trenchers. Whatever job you need, Strain Utility can get it and keep your water flowing. Call Shane at 256-201-3877 or call Wayne at 256-610-304. Three. Real quick, Coach, just how is, how is the health of the team? It didn't seem like I noticed anybody come off with injuries after last week's game. You get coming into this one pretty healthy? Well, we're still pretty healthy, but, you know, compared to the people that we've already lost. You know, I had two kids get have surgery, knee surgery this week, and, uh, you know, that was the Reed Carden kid and, uh, and uh, Big D. Ladarius Johnson, he had had his surgery. Already had Will Thompson that had surgery. Already, everybody knows about Nate Pye, that he's out for the season. You know, I would love to have them back. To be honest with you, it's cut down on our depth some, but we're at the point that we can't really afford too many other mishaps. We're already having to shuffle some people in there that's having to play in those positions. You know, you know, we got we're banged and bruised. Everybody is. And as a matter of fact, I had talked with them and deal with them each and every day. We got some muscle pulls and some stuff like that we have to deal with. But you know, it's, it's football season, and you're supposed to be beat up at this time. That's right. Hopefully, Haley has enough to get themselves into the third round. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Coach Larry Strange Show. Handling football just minutes away. Stay tuned, folks. Thanks for listening, everybody. So long. This has been the Coach Larry Strain Show with your host, Randolph Leader Sports Editor, Tim Altor. 
The Coach Larry Strain Show is brought to you each week by the Strain family of companies. Strain Construction, Strain Asphalt and Paving, Strain Trucking, and Strain Utility. Stay tuned now for Hanley Tiger Football here on the iSchool Sports Network. It's time now for the Wellborn Cabinet, Dr. Don's Game Night Weather Forecast on the iSchool Sports Network. Today is a perfect day to think about your future. What will it look like next year? What about five or ten years from now? Today is a great day to talk with Wellborn Cabinet in Ashland about a career path. Wellborn Cabinet is hiring young people just starting out, hiring skilled craftsmen. Wellborn Cabinet continues to grow. If you're interested in your future, visit us at Wellborn Cabinet and we'll tell you about our opportunities, our benefits, our incentive, and bonus programs. Come by 7 until 4.30 weekdays on Highway 77 South in Ashland. And now here's Dr. Don with that forecast. It's been a mild and tropical November up until now, but thanks to a cold front that pushed through yesterday, more seasonal conditions are in store for tonight's round two playoffs. The forecast for Husky Stadium in Helena, Alabama, as the Hanley Tigers travel to take on the Montevallo Bulldogs. Mostly clear, low temperature 46 with a calm wind. Kickoff temperature 57, 55 by halftime, and 54 to start the fourth quarter. Dew point 51, relative humidity 78%, wind out of the north at 2, sky cover 0%. And there's your GameCast forecast for tonight's game in Helena from Dr. Don's weather page. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and at drdonwx.com. Let's play ball! This is the iSchool Sports Network. Thank you. At this evening's athletic event, we ask everyone to do their part to protect themselves and others from the potential spread of the coronavirus. All right, folks, good evening. Uh, once again, welcome to uh, Husky Stadium, Helena, Alabama. Adam Slade, Chris May, Lon Hurst, uh, Bryant Whaley all in the house uh, tonight. Uh, back in uh, March, the world we knew it came to a screeching halt, uh, Chris. Uh, as of late June, we didn't even know whether we would even have a football season or fans would be allowed or what the 2020 high school football season would look like. Has it looked normal? Not by most accounts. These two schools, both schedule changes along the way, certainly faced adversity getting here this evening. Not only has COVID-19 affected football, but we had a record number of hurricanes this season, and it played havoc on some teams around the state. 
So in a strange twist, tonight's home game for the Montevallo Bulldogs will be played at a neighboring community high school here in Helena. The Huskies are also in the playoffs, and they just happen to be playing down in South Alabama, and they offered up Husky Stadium as a venue after Zeta did damage to Montevallo Stadium. The Bulldogs of Montevallo enter tonight's second round of the 4A playoffs with a 7-4 record, picking up three forfeit wins and one uh, forfeit loss along the way. Last week, uh, round one knocked off St. James in overtime 27-21. Hanley Tigers marched into tonight's game 8-1 with a couple of forfeit wins along the way. The Tigers defeated defeated Viger to get here by a score of 32-20. to 20. This one is for Maurice Wright listening to us. Former Hanley head football coach Paul Woolley spent one season at the helm of the Bulldogs, and that was before anyone's time in this broadcast crew days, except for yours truly. All of you guys are youngsters. That was back in 1972, and they went 3-6-1. He then guided the Tigers of Hanley for seven seasons, taking the Tigers to his first ever state championship game back in 1977, and that was a game in which most Hanley Tiger fans remember for the infamous forward lateral in frigid temperatures on the banks of the Tennessee River. Hanley owns a 2-0 mark against Montevallo. Remember the number two, it's operative tonight. Both of those games were in round two, just like tonight. Hanley won in 83, 34-14, and in 97, 36-14. Our Tigers look to go 3-0 versus Montevallo all time. One incidental little tidbit. The last time the Hanley Tigers defeated Montevallo, our producer, Lon Hurst, was the quarterback for the Hanley Tigers. So how about that, folks? Hey, hey. A few pounds ago. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going we're gonna to jump uh, into uh, – our uh, starting lineups, uh, Chris May, our starting lineups, uh, of course, are brought to you by the Car Clinic, and that's uh, the Car Clinic Main Street in downtown Roanoke. Remember, you pay and we spray in. Hanley's offense tonight. For offense tonight uh, for the Hanley Tigers, left tackle Brian Joyner, 51, 57, left guard Amarian Bailey. Center will be 53, Carzavier Laurie. Your right guard will be number 59, Jake Connell. Your right tackle will be 52, Ahmad Staples. Your wideouts will be 26, Dylan Brooks. Eight, C.J. Allen. Four, Dequavius Lawrence. Your running backs will be 10, Christian Jones. Two, Tay Medizine. Your quarterback tonight will be number 12, Evan Cofield. And that's the Hanley offense, Chris. Uh, how about the uh, starters for the Hanley uh, defense tonight? Is Jake Cottle the captain on the field at midfield? The defense for the Car Clinic starting lineups for the Hanley Tigers. Defensively tonight for Hanley, starting the defensive end will be 52 of Mod Staples. Your defensive tackle will be 61 Matt Towers. Your other end will be 51 Brian Joyner. Your linebackers will be 26 Dylan Brooks, 10 Christian Jones. 59, Jake Cottle, number eight, C.J. Allen. Your defensive backfield will be five, Maurice Cameron, four, Dequavius Lawrence, six, Jay Haynes, and 14, Jordan West. All right, that's the Car Clinic starting lineups for tonight's game for the Hanley Tigers. Open seven days a week from 9 a.m. until the last car's gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic in May, on Main Street in downtown Roanoke. All right, now, Chris, we got to jump quickly as uh, Hanley's won the toss and deferred, and we're going to jump over to, uh, if I can find my notes, but uh, it's definitely going to be the uh, keys to victory tonight. The keys to your next new home can be found right here locally with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. Chris May, what has Hanley got to do to come out a win tonight? For the Hanley Tigers to be victorious tonight, Adam, the Hanley defense must find a way to stop big plays against Clay Central and Viger. 
the defense gave up the deep ball, which was a factor in the loss to Clay Central, and also allowed Biger to hang around until late into the ball game. Secondly, the play of our center along the offensive line. We've, had, we've struggled since Will Thompson went down with a knee injury. Seems like Carzavier Laurie settled into that position, so we need to, for him to continue to uh, do a good job there at that center quarterback exchange tonight. Also, uh, the Hanley defense must get pressure on Jonathan Dreyer, number seven, the quarterback for Montevallo. He's 6'6". He's a tall, lanky uh, pass. He likes to go uh, with a deep ball down the field. So got to get some pressure on him, make him make a mistake tonight. I think we do those three things. We'll be victorious here tonight, Adam. Home mortgages from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, USDA, and VA loans with no down payment, FHA loans with very low down payments. Find the easiest way home at Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team, licensed Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Call today, 334-863-4052. Like I said, Chris May, Hanley won to toss and has deferred to the second half. Tigers will be kicking left to right as you listen. Uh, that's away from uh, the scoreboard. The scoreboard's down in our left end zone. Bryant is in our right end zone. Uh, looks like uh, to receive number eight will be, uh, or number nine, Goins, and uh, number 20, I believe, Joseph Anderson, one of the big guys that we got to shut down tonight at a running back. Caleb Burns kicking off to Montevallo. The Hanley defense looks to set the tone early here tonight. And over end kick, fair catch at the 29 on the fair catch. Wholesome back, and it'll be first and 10 for Montevallo. Yeah, Adam, the Hanley defense needs to come out here tonight here on this first drive and set the tone. Get pressure on uh, number seven, uh, drive the quarterback, and force him to make a mistake here early and get the ball in the hands of our offense. Big quarterback for Montevallo, number seven, Jonathan Dreyer, and uh, he is about six foot six. Uh, can't remember exactly what he weighed, Chris. What, what about was, 180, yeah. 185, I believe, 186, somewhere in that neighborhood. And he's going to operate out of the gun. Got uh, twins on both sides, and now he's going to put uh, men in motion. And uh, Anderson will line up to the right of him in the backfield. Anderson going to get it off the left side, slips and falls, and he's going to lose about a yard, probably back to the 27th. Yeah, Hanley, the Hanley defense had that well defended anyway, Adam. It's going to be a stretch play. Just a zone uh, blocking scheme up front, trying to get Anderson out in space on the edge. And, of course, he slipped down. The, the turf monster jumped up and got him, but the Hanley defense had that stretched out and well defended there. They'll actually call it a loss of two, second down and 12 from the 27. Montevallo moving right to left as you listen. They got the uh, light, their blue jerseys, we'll just call them. Bad snap in the backfield. And it looks like uh, Montevallo has uh, recovered. Dylan Brooks could have come up with it, but let's see. Uh, Anderson's going to come off the bottom of the pile with it. But they, they struggled uh, there, Adam, just as Hanley has in the last several weeks with the center quarterback exchange. Ball just kind of dribbled back there to Dreyer, and uh, he's not able to cover it up. Anderson did a good job uh, recognizing what was going on and covering up, and uh, the Bulldogs will retain uh, possession here but uh, lose several yards on the exchange. Third down and 18. Trips to the far side. A single receiver over here on the near side. Anderson to the left of your quarterback. This time it's a good snap. He swings it out in the flats over on the far side. Got a little bit of running room. Doesn't get the first down. And uh, 
Looks like they're going to spot it right at about the 39. That'll bring up fourth down. Yeah, the ball was completed to Michael Jones, number 10, out on the edge. Not going to pick up the yardage uh, for the first down, Adam. It's going to be about uh, fourth down, and we'll call it five. Punt formation for Montevallo. Hanley's going to send a couple of guys back. Quade Lewis along with uh, Jamiroquai Lewis. Anderson does the punting for the Montevallo Bulldogs. Hanley should get good field position off the punt. It's a good snap. This is a line drive kick. It's going to bounce at the 35. Lewis feels it on a bounce coming to the near side, trying to get to the corner, and he's going to just squat down right at about the 38 first and 10 for Montevallo. We're going to take the time out on the change of possession, 30 seconds, and we'll be back right after this. Hey, everyone. This is... Hey everyone, this is T.A. After Hurricane Zeta blew through our area, I found myself with tons of pecans down. And with that many on my hands, I contacted Brand Futural down at Futural Farms about his cracking and shelling service. Futural Farms can crack and shell your pecans in one easy process. They are open Monday through Friday only for drop-off and pickup after 5 p.m. They're open all day on Saturday from 8 to 5. Get your pecans cracked and shelled at Futural Farms. Also selling pecan halves and pieces by the pound. Call 256 256- 449-9608 or email Carla at futurefarms.com. And before Hanley could get the uh, first snap off, uh, a false start penalty, it'll back them up five yards back to the 33 where it'll bring up first down and 15 now for the Tigers. Brooks and Quade Lewis to the near side of the field. Jamiroquai Lewis in the slot to the far side of the field. In the backfield is Meadows. He's going to get it on the swing pass and got some running room. He's got a first bank first down into Montevallo territory at about the 47. Yeah, well executed play there by the handling offense. Uh, Evan Cofield just taking the, the ball and rolling out to the far side of the field. Hitting Tay Meadows out in the flats there, just trying to get him in space. Uh, and he's able to get down the field, pick up the first bank first down. Also had good protection up front as well. Some things change, but not at First Bank. Quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke next to Burger King, member FDIC. They fake the jet sweep, hand it to Meadows off the left side. He's got some running room, bounces it to the outside. He's got another First Bank first down close to the 40, uh, 35. Yeah, just trying to create some misdirection there on that play, faking the jet sweep to Jamiroquai Lewis, which he's a threat in and of itself, Adam, and that draws that defense towards Jamiroquai, allows Tate Meadows to run the ball off tackle on the left side. And once he gets to that second level, we know he's a special back, and he picks up another first bank first down. Two first downs in a row puts the Tigers in business at the Montevallo. 36 is where they'll spot it. Ball on the far hash mark. Meadows to the right of Cofield, out of the gun. Got a couple of up men. Now he moves over to the left of Cofield. Brooks to the near side of the field as a wideout. Cofield fakes it to Meadows and then tries to hit uh, Dequavius Lawrence on the far side on a slant route in and out of his hands. And, uh, Chris, that was close to being intercepted. It was. It was well defended by number eight, Orlandis Weeks, uh, for the Bulldogs. It was thrown on a rope, but he was in good position there to defend the play. Uh, brings up second down here. Quade Lewis wide out over here to the near side of the field. Ball on the far hash. Jamiroquai Lewis is your wide out over there on the short side of the field. Cofield out of the shotgun with Meadows to his left and Brooks the tight end on the right side. Meadows on the stretch play to the right side. Bounces it to the outside. 
down the sideline, slips a tackle, breaks another one. He's into the end zone. Don't see any flags. Touchdown, Tigers. Excellent run by Tate Meadows on the touchdown run. Great blocking up front as well, Adam. Brought in an extra uh, lineman uh, for blocking in Damari and Phillips. Overload said bring Dylan Brooks in motion to this side. Just get more hats over here on that side, more blockers. Allowed uh, Tate Meadows to get the edge. And then once he gets to the second level, he makes a couple of Bulldogs miss for the score. Hanley Point after attempt tonight brought to you by Emergency Medical Transport, a fixture here in Randolph County since 1990. And a two-point conversion pass to Jordan West is good. And guess what? The Tigers are up by a score of eight to nothing. We'll be back right after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF number FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other these and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Time now for our Reliance Realty Handley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Handley Tigers cap off a five-play, 62-yard drive with a 36-yard TD run by Tate Meadows. Two-point conversion uh, pass from Evan Cofield to Jordan West was good. Handley Tigers lead 8 to nothing with 8.37 left in the first quarter. Goins fills the kick back at about the 17. He retreats. The Tigers are going to wrap him up at about the 22-23 yard line. He's brought down by Coy White for the Hanley Tigers along with Jay Haynes. So Montevallo backed up uh, again uh, at about the, uh, let's see where they finally put it down, Chris. They're actually going to give him forward progress to about the 24, right in between the hash marks. So Montevallo will have their second offensive possession set up uh, first down and 10. Dreyer, your quarterback. Anderson, the running back to the left of him. And they give it to him off the right side, right behind the right guard. And uh, he is stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, good job there by the Hanley defense to recognize uh, the run right up the middle, trying to run the dive play. Looked like a mod staples may have been the first Tiger there. And, you know, we're going to see a lot of Anderson tonight. He's their uh, primary back, and he's going to tote the ball a lot for him tonight. I think he ran for 130-plus yards last week. Uh, against St. James, so look for him to tote the load tonight for the Bulldogs. Cottingham, their big play receiver in motion now underneath, going away from us to the home side of the stadium. But Anderson gets it off the left side this time, and he has met at about the 25, maybe one on the play. Yeah, Brian Jordan's going to get credited with that tackle, but Dylan Brooks made that play. He, he did not give up the edge and set the edge and, and had good containment there and fall off the block of the tight end, forced to play back inside where Brian Jordan was waiting uh, to bring Anderson down. Third down and eight, 7.30 to go here in our opening quarter. Tigers of Hanley on that five-play drive after the Montevallo punt. Punched it in, two-point conversion was good, so that brings us where we are as the clock is rolling at 7.20. Little confusion on the field for Dreyer. Now he gets everybody directed, play clock down to about five seconds, and they're gonna have to take a timeout. We'll do that with them, 7.06 to go in the first quarter. Hanley leads eight to nothing, back right after this. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Kickstart your college plans. Mini Term 2 starts October 12th at Southern Union State Community College. Same classes as a full semester, except Mini Term means less time plus a faster finish. More than 20 courses offered. Apply and chat with an advisor today. Visit suscc.edu today. Click on Mini Term 2 registration and start racing toward that college dream. And on the third down and eight, Dreyer rolled to his right, and he hit Cottingham down the far sideline. He picks up enough for a first down. He bobbled the catch and then finally pulled it in. Yeah, we had two Tigers there in defensive play. I know DeQuavis lost was there. Just uh, Dreyer made an excellent throw, and Cottingham, I don't know how he was able to secure that catch, but nonetheless he did and uh, got behind the defense there to pick up the first down. Yeah, ball was tipped a couple of times too, I think, Chris, on, on that play. So it'll be first and 10 for Montevallo inside Hanley territory for the first time at the Tiger 30. Kyle Cottingham wide out to the near side of the field. Now a man comes in motion underneath, will be wholesome back. He's going to line up at the wing over there, and they're going to hand it right up the middle to number 20, Anderson, and he has stopped at the line of scrimmage. Actually may use, lose a yard. Yeah, Matt Towers did a good job there uh, fighting off the block of the, the nose tackle, and uh, I mean, excuse me, the center, and uh, actually brought Anderson down a yard behind the line of scrimmage. Good job there by Matt Towers. Second down and 11 from the 31 of Hanley. Montevallo with the football. Wide receiver to the near side of the field will be number 10, Jones. And uh, Cottingham wide out over on the short side of the field. Anderson in the backfield with Dreyer, your quarterback. As Wholesome back comes in motion to the near side. Quarterback back to pass, throwing a fade route down the sideline over there on the far side. But that one's out of bounds. Incomplete. Yeah, trying to get Cottingham out on the edge again. And uh, DeQuavis Lawrence was in defense of that play. And that's one of our keys to the game we talked about, that we can't give up big plays. That hurt us against Clay Central as well against Viger last week. Uh, throwing the deep ball, we know that uh, Dreyer's going to go deep with the ball. He's already shown that. And Cottingham's a capable receiver. So, uh uh, the Hanley defensive backfield has got to do a good job uh, in pass defense. What little we saw about uh, or read about Montevallo, uh, Dreyer's not not afraid to throw the 50-50 ball. Up. No. Uh-uh. Trips to the near side of the field and a pair of receivers on the far side. Empty backfield for Dreyer, your quarterback. That one's tipped and complete uh, to Jones over there. One of the defenders for Hanley had their hands on it, but uh, couldn't come up with it. Dylan Brooks uh, got his hands up from the outside linebacker position and tipped the ball, uh, tipped it right into Jones's hands, and uh, uh, give Jones uh, credit there to, to recognize that and uh, the concentration to bring that reception in. Fourth down, Montevallo keeps the offense on the field. Fourth down and about seven from the 25. Anderson 
kind of in, to the left of your quarterback, Jonathan Dreyer. Dreyer with a low snap, back to pass, throws it out on the far sideline. It's complete. He's got enough to a uh, first down at about the 15 to Cottingham. Yeah, same play. They ran uh, just a play ago, Adam, trying to hit Cottingham on the edge, able to connect with him there. It's going to move the chains for the Bulldogs. I saw a lot of gambling last night on fourth down uh, from the Indianapolis Colts. I think they went for it about five times on fourth down, so uh, deja vu, it uh, repeats itself here. Trips to the near side of the field, first and 10 from the 15, and that's the Hanley 15, Montevallo with a football. Quarterback, direct snap, ball's on the ground. The Tigers have come up with it at the 14-yard line. Bad snap, never got it. Yeah, that's about the 34th snap that's dribbled back uh, to the quarterback. In this case, Anderson taking the direct snap. He goes down to try to to cover the ball up and winds up kicking it forward towards the line of scrimmage. And uh, the the Tigers, I I didn't see who got it, who covered it up for the Tigers, but uh, nonetheless going to recover the fumble there for the Hanley Tigers. A little trickeration. All right, first and 10 for Hanley from the 14 now. As they move left to right, leading 8 to nothing, 5.05 to go here in our opening quarter. Jordan West, you receiver to the near side of the field. Man comes in motion underneath the formation. Jet sweep to Jamiroquai Lewis. He's looking for a block on the outside. Got a little bit of running room, and he's going to pick up uh, probably six or seven yards on the play. Yeah, good run there by Jamiroquai on the jet sweep, but Evan Cofield made that play. The ball came low snap. Evan had to wherewithal to get the snap. And then that, that jet sweep is a timing play. It's all about time. It's all about snap, all about the, the track of the, the, the runner coming across the field. And Evan did a good job. Didn't panic. Secured the snap. Got the handoff to Jamiroquai. Second and six from the 20. This time the Tigers line up in that double wing formation. Handed off to Meadows up the middle and uh, nothing doing there. Actually going to lose about a yard. Yeah, Bulldogs did a good job there recognizing uh, uh, the play. and Nothing fancy. You know, I'm sure they watched film on on the Hanley Tigers. We're going to give the ball to number two, Tate Meadows, and let him do what uh, he does. But uh, uh, they bested uh, uh, the Tigers there on that particular snap. Third down and five. Loss of a yard on the play. Tigers back in the gun now. West and Jamiroquai Lewis to the far side. Brooks over here to the near side of the field. Cofield back to pass. Loads up. Got a receiver open across the middle west, and he hit him at the 25 and in and out of his hands incomplete. Yeah, well-thrown ball by Evan Cofield. Hit uh, West right in the numbers. Got to secure that uh, pass. Uh, That would have moved the chains there, Adams, I'm sure. And I'm sure Coach Strain and uh, his staff will have a talk with uh, Jordan that you got to secure that pass before you try to Number turn and get upfield with it. He ran a little skinny post and uh, just uh, couldn't come up with a catch. Fetner in now to do the punting. Ty Fetner. Goins back here to receive the punt. Can't pick up the number on the other side. High snap, but Fetner gets it. He gets this one off, and it's off the side of his foot. Takes a good, good roll in the uh, in favor of the Tigers and goes out of bounds at the 37. But uh, we'll take a timeout, and we'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama, where you're first. 
Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. And they're going to throw a pass on the first down play. Caught right across the middle, and it's complete to Cottingham in between two defenders in for the Montevallo score. Yeah, he was just able to get uh, across the middle there, just sat down. Dryer was able to, to, to connect with him, and uh, then he made a couple of Tigers miss, miss a tackle there and uh, took it into the end zone. They definitely got a real good PA system here. Well, they do. <laughs> it's excellent. It's a nice facility. It is. Brian, can you hear it well down there in the end zone? Yeah, guys, I can hear it great, but I'm glad I'm not under it like y'all are. <laughs> the thing is loud. I believe the people in all these neighborhoods hear it pretty well, too. Hernandez on for the point after attempt. It's a good snap. The kick is, kick up, is up, and the kick is good. Eight to seven good. is your score. Handy leads 333 to go in the first quarter. Back right after this. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the light. We switch the TV channels. Some of us even switch partners while square dancing. Well, maybe that's a stretch. But what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert, right here in Roanoke, can switch you over so you can start saving today. Ken and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Ken Seifert, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hernandez to kick off for Montevallo. Hernandez kicks off to the Tigers. Meadows in the middle of the field. Jamiroquai Lewis over on the far side and over on the near side, Maurice Cameron. Dr. Don up in uh, North Georgia, thank you for uh, being in uh, Studio Central Control tonight for uh, both of our games on the iSchool Sports Network uh, and what you do for us. This is a high kick. Going to be fielded back at the 15-yard line. Jamiroquai Lewis hauls it in, goes right up the middle of the field. Now he bounces it to the far sideline, looking for some blocks out there. Great return out across to about the 43. Yeah, he and Tate Meadows couldn't decide who was going to uh, secure the kick, but uh, Jamiroquai took it and took it up the, the Bulldog sideline over there for to set the Hanley Tiger offense up here with a good field position. The Tigers have it, first and 10. They're going to spot it at the 42. Let's look at your skill set here for the Tigers. Uh, we got Quade over here to the near side, and Quade Lewis, Brooks in the slot to the near side, Meadows in the backfield with Cofield, and a couple of receivers over on the far side. Looks like uh, Jamiroquai and Dequavius Lawrence. Jamiroquai comes in motion underneath. Cofield takes the snap, rolls back now, looking downfield for a receiver, looking for Brooks. He's Ooh. got it at the 25. First down and a first bank first down. Yeah, great job there by Evan Cofield sitting. Sitting in the pocket, he had pressure coming off the edge. Got hit right as he delivered the pass and uh, just got enough on the pass as he delivered it to hit Dylan Brooks down along the Hanley sideline to pick up the first bank first down. I think Coach Strain talked about on the coach show that Dylan Brooks wasn't a deep threat. <laughs> I know, that's I know, what I'm sitting here thinking. That's what I was he, thinking. He, he, needs to, he needs to rethink that. <laughs> he may have been trying to throw everybody hey, off of fun, that. Funny thing, too, I asked him about the jet sweep, and uh, he said, well, we hadn't run it much, but uh, we are. All right, here we go. First and 10 now for the Tigers. Spotted at the 22. Meadows on the delay handoff. Bounces it to the far side. Looking for the corner. Penalty flags come in. Meadows has wrestled at, out at about the five-yard line, but uh, that's thrown in the neighborhood of a Holding. Yeah, probably going to be a, a holding penalty on the left side of the handle offensive line. It's going to negate the big run uh, by Tate Maddox, and that's exactly what it is. Yep, that'll back us up. Trying to look to see where they threw the flag, somewhere in the neighborhood of about the 19-yard uh, line. 
We'll see where they spot it from. 10 yards from the spot of the foul. 28. The yeah, actually, back. so it was uh, at about so the, the 18. 28-yard line. So that'll back us up 10. It'll be uh, first down be first and, and 16 to go from the 28. Ball on the far hash mark. Hanley moves left to right. Pistol formation, and uh, that one, uh, nothing happening there. Cofield and uh, Meadows had a little confusion there in the backfield. Uh, I think Evan actually bobbled the snap. Yeah, some miscommunication there between Meadows and Cofield on, on the handoff and uh, probably bobbled the snap as well, but good penetration there by the Bulldog defense as well uh, along that front. Barry leading Woodland 8 to nothing uh, down in Woodland tonight in the first quarter as well. All right, second down and 19 now for the Tigers. Cofield out of the gun. Screen pass to the near side to Quade Lewis. Looking for a blocker. He's got one. He's in open field. He's at the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Hanley. No flags. Great job by Quade Lewis. That, didn't, that screen had not developed all the way to let his blockers get out in front of him. He was patient. He moved, made a couple of Bulldogs miss, let those blockers get out in front of him, and then he found a crease at him and took it on into the end zone. Good job by Quade Lewis and the patience of Quade Lewis. Point after attempt brought to you by Emergency Medical Transport, a fixture in the area since 1990. EMT response ready 24-7. Caleb Burns on for the point after. Evan Cofield is the holder. Landon Bozeman is the long snapper. Good snap, penalty flags up on the field. The kick was up and it was good, but uh, we got to see what they call now. Offside penalty called against Montevallo. That'll be, uh, they called it a dead ball, Chris. Usually they don't, uh, they don't call that. And let's see what uh, Coach Strain does here, up 14 to seven. Hey, he's gonna, he, send, he's yep. gonna send offense back out there. Looks like All right, they'll wind the play clock now. So our two-point emergency medical transport uh, try here. Going heavy in the backfield. Christian Jones back there along with Meadows. Can't see who the other up man is. Probably Aiden Robertson. Now Hanley got to rush. Hanley going to have to take a timeout. They had to rush an offensive lineman out there. Uh, they weren't quite Time ready. Out. So Tigers Hanley. take a timeout. Coming up to two-point conversion. We'll be back right after this. For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management, and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. All right, getting ready for our emergency medical transport point after attempt. A uh, little confusion there, uh, Hanley, uh, the, after the penalty. They kicked the extra point, but there was offsides that called against uh, Montevallo, but we couldn't get the offense on the, f on the field in time, And uh, we, but we got them set. Now we're going to go for two, for two here, Chris. Uh, and Hanley going big in the backfield, power eye formation. Lawrence is your lone receiver wide out to the far side of the field. 
And Meadows has got it off the left side. In for the emergency medical transport. Two-point conversion. Tigers lead 16-7, to 136 to go in the first quarter. Back after this. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. All right, our Reliance Realty Handley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Uh, Handley Tigers cap off a four-play 58-yard drive with a 31-yard TD pass from Evan Cofield to Quade Lewis. Two-point conversion by Tay Meadows. Your Handley Tigers lead 16-7 to with 1.38 left in the first quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com. Anderson fills it back at about the 15. Got some running room up the far hash mark out across the 35, close to the 40-yard line. Yeah, he's finally brought down by Caleb Burns. Uh, Caleb came down the field and uh, made the tackle, but he paid the price there. Anderson lowered lowered the shoulder there and kind of uh, took it to Caleb, but nonetheless, Caleb uh, stuck it in there and brought him down. Caleb loves to get in there and tackle somebody. Yeah, Wes and I talk about it all the time. He he is one kicker that gets out there and gets after it. First and 10 for Montevallo at the 39. Trips to the near side of the field. Now Anderson, you're running back, and he'll be to the left side of your quarterback. Quarterback bobbles the snap, penalty flag on the field, and they'll blow that play dead. And I'm looking for the white hat to see what he called. False start called against Montevallo. I don't really have to tell you what uh, the penalty is because uh, you can hear the PA announcer uh, give those penalties. Woodland and Barry tied up at eight apiece with 11-12 to go in the second quarter down at Woodland. Replay first down, first and 15, 128 to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers of Hanley 16, Montevallo seven. Trips to the near side. Anderson gets it off the right side and just not much there. Hanley going to stop the run. Yeah, this Hanley defense, especially the front seven, has been tough against the run all season. I don't know the exact statistics, but last week I know gave up like 70, 74 yards on the ground to Viger, and Viger had a huge offensive line and uh, some big backs, but uh, they do a good job against the run. Hey, Adam. Go ahead, Brian. Do you notice the split of the, the offensive tackles? They're taking like a double split that way to keep our DNs outside. So there's actually a double space between the guard and the tackle, especially over here on Dylan Brooks' side. All right, thank you for that. And I'm going to give the folks watching on the video a little chance to see that there. Dryer back to pass, and that one is complete to uh, number four to Cottingham, close to the uh, 48-yard line. They got to go to the 49 to pick up a first down. Yeah, you can't defend it any better than that. Uh, I believe C.J. Allen was there, along with uh, uh, Dequavius Lawrence and uh, also Jake Cottle, and uh, Dreyer just threw a perfect pass, and Cottingham went up and got it. He's not afraid to throw it. He's not. He, he's, he's throwing not. it in traffic, and I guess that's what we were reading about all week is uh, he just throws up the ball and lets, lets his receivers do it. He's got confidence in them. Third down and one from the 48. Out of the shotgun. Dreyer, your quarterback for Montevallo, back in the backfield with him will be uh, Joseph Anderson. The aforementioned Cottingham wide out over here to the near side of the field in the slot will be Jeremy 
holds them back. And now a timeout. Nope, that's the end of our first quarter. Our first quarter tonight has been brought to you in part by the Car Clinic, Main Street in Roanoke, open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last one serve. You pay and we spray and Hanley leads 16 to 7 back after this. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring from our caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Third down and one, they hand it off to Anderson off the left side, and he picks up a first down into Hanley territory to about the 49. Yeah, Anderson just lowered his shoulder and bulled his way up through there, Adam, to pick up the, the yards for the first down, and uh, just a hard-nosed run by Anderson. They'll spot it at the nose of the football, touching the 48 inside Hanley territory as Montevallo moves left to right now. Ball over here on the near hash mark. In case you just joined us, Hanley leads this one 16 to 7, just underway in our car clinic second quarter. Or, excuse me, our, our uh, express chicken and fish second quarter. Quarterback Dyer throws it out in the flats. And uh, it's ruled incomplete at about the 45. Yeah, ball was just delivered a little low. Cottingham couldn't get it off the turf and uh, going to come up incomplete here. Be second down and 10 uh, for the Bulldogs. Yep, and I, as I said, uh, talking about our second quarter, brought to you in part by Express Chicken and Fish in the Bonners Point Shopping Center featuring freshly cooked burgers, wings, fish, pork chops, and fried chicken, bringing you our second quarter tonight. And thanks to all of our sponsors along the way uh, for making Hanley Tiger football possible. Second down and 10 from the 48. Wide out over here to the near side of the field will be Jones. Cottingham's gonna be your furthest wide receiver to the far side with a man in the slot. Anderson over here on the right side of your quarterback gets it on a sweep going to the left side of the formation, brought down in the backfield. Yeah, good job there by the Hanley defense. Dylan Brooks coming up from the outside linebacker position, just fighting off the block, setting the edge of that defense and making the play. Uh, gonna tackle Anderson for a loss of about three yards. Third down and 13 back in Montevallo's own territory at the 49. Montevallo looks uh, to their sideline over there to get the play in. Wide out coming to the near side will be Cottingham, and he'll be over here along with Holsom back. And number nine, Goins, looks like going to be uh, trips over here to the near side with a pair of receivers on the far side. Empty backfield for Jonathan Dreyer, your quarterback, and they took a timeout. Uh, we'll take one with them. 10.33 to go here in our second quarter. Hanley 16, Montevallo 7, back after this. 
Your number one Hanley High School Tiger fan, Auto Owners Insurance and Tri-County Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure home, auto, business, and life, and to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit Evan Manning and Tri-County Insurance in Roanoke today and online at www.insuredatez.com. Go back. All right, back here, uh, third down and 13. Alabama High School Athletic Association reminds everyone that fans play a role in the education of our students. Parents and fans, people in the community, all set an example for students, whether they are aware of it or not. Help set a positive example for everything you do, uh, both at games and in your community. Good sportsmanship is what sets your schools apart. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Third and 13, trips to the near side. Dreyer back to pass, and he throws it out here to uh, number four, Cottingham. And uh, Cottingham looked like he slipped down, Chris. Yeah, had uh, Dreyer had a good bit of pressure on him. I don't know if the ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage or not. I was looking downfield, but uh, Cottingham uh, not able to come up with it. Brings up fourth down for the Bulldogs. Fourth down and 13. And Anderson does the punting. Quade Lewis and Jamiroquai Lewis looks like they're going to uh, settle in to uh, field the punt. Quade Lewis will be the deep man back at about the 20-yard line. And uh, in front of him will be Jamiroquai. Ball bounces. And are, fake. they're going to have to fake it with a penalty flag on the field. It was a low snap. And uh, Anderson still on his feet down the far sideline. Finally tripped up at about the five. But a penalty marker down at about the uh, 48 and the 49. Actually thrown on both sides of the field. Exactly. I don't know exactly what uh, it's going to be the call, but. Going to be called against Montevala, we do believe. And I'm waiting on the white hat to uh, turn around. It's going to be a procedure penalty called against Montevala, so that'll negate that uh, fourth down conversion on a uh, – I don't think it was in designed fake, fake punt. The ball's rolled back kind of to the to the punter. Yeah, but I'm sure Coach Strain and his staff want to get the defense over here, the punt. Uh, return team, they're going to say you got to be recognized when things like that happen. We were kind of caught off guard, and uh, Anderson took the ball down the field, uh, and we're just fortunate there was a penalty on it and negated that run. And there's the punt. Jamiroquai Lewis lets it bounce, lets everybody go past him, and then he fielded it at about the 26-yard line, and got it, or 36-yard line, and uh, he took a chance there, Chris. Yeah, good awareness by Jamiroquai. He let the defenders run past him. It took a handly bounce, and he took advantage of it, uh, not able to, to convert and get upfield very far, but uh, heads-up play by Jamiroquai. We got another flag, guys. All right. And I, that one's thrown at the line of scrimmage, uh, too, as well on the near sideline. Not enough men on the line of scrimmage is a call against the Bulldogs. And that one's uh, called against Montevallo. You heard the PA announcer in the background. Not enough men on the line of scrimmage. Hanley going to decline it and take a pretty decent field position. They'll spot it at the 37 for this drive. Ball on the near hash. The Tigers move right to left as you listen. Leading 16-7, 9.56 to go here in our first half. Pistol formation with Meadows behind Cofield. 
off the left side. Meadows breaks initial penetration at the line of scrimmage and gets it out to the uh, 45, and a penalty flag comes in behind the play. Tackle made by Montevallo's number two, Cavante Britton. Flag on the plate. Chris, any idea what this one holding? Holding's a call Holding against uh, a call the Tigers. Against Meadows showed great patience there at the line of scrimmage, uh, just kind of weaving his way through, and uh, that penalty going to negate a, a good game. Yeah, it was a good run by Tate Meadows. Uh, initially, uh, hole kind of closed up on him at the line of scrimmage. He picked his way through there, but nonetheless going to back it up due to the penalty. First down and 14 now for the Tigers. Meadows, no, that's going to be Haynes off the right side. And he's going to get uh, maybe one yard back to the 35. Meadows on the carry, tackle made by number 25, Jamie McPrentice. And maybe it was Meadows. It, it actually was Meadows. I thought it was Haynes there. Second and 13 now for Hanley. Jordan West, along with Maurice Cameron and Jamiroquai Lewis, all trips receivers to the far side. Cofield back to pass, looking downfield. He was looking for Dylan Brooks, but he's going to be sacked uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, got to get rid of that ball, Adam. Uh, I know that's one thing Evan Cofield uh, wished he had back there. Just get rid of it. You know, when the pressure comes, nothing going – Nowhere to go with the ball downfield. Just get rid of it and uh, going to lose big there on that uh, second down play. It's going to bring up third down now. Loss of 11 on the play. Back at the 24 for the Tigers. Uh, Hanley going to take a timeout on the field, uh, leading by a score of 16 to 7, 8.28 to go. I, I thought Hanley had taken a timeout. Let's see. We have an official timeout. Okay, it's an official's timeout. I knew that uh, the handling players were walking over toward the bench, but it's just an official's timeout, and I think it was an equipment problem. Third down and 23 from the 24 for the Tigers. It's going to be second and 23. Carzavier Laurie going to have to check out of the game, and he's the one that had – I don't know if he's got blood on his uniform or uh, – Something was wrong, but uh, the, the officials sent him out of the game, uh, and it was for an equipment problem or blood on the jersey, and not sure which one. All right, Cofield out of the gun. Twins on both sides. Cofield does a pump fake, looking for Jamiroquai Lewis down this near sideline, and it's over his head and incomplete, and it'll bring up fourth down. Yeah, had a lot of pressure coming off the edge uh, on the right side, Adam, and uh, Evan had to deliver the pass a little bit earlier than what he intended, uh, not able to connect with Jamiroquai uh, down the sideline. We'll have to punt here. And, uh, folks, uh, if you're watching the uh, Woodland game, we do know that uh, there was some technical difficulties with the uh, video, uh, and uh, Lon is uh, producing over here, so he's going to try to get them uh, back on the air. If you were watching that, uh, the audio is still up and running. Number 15, Ty Fettner. Fettner on to punt for the Tigers. 
Back to receive the putt, number nine. Good Cam snap Roy this time, and he gets off a good kick. Spiral kick, bounces at about the 45. Montevallo moves away from it. It's going to take a great handley roll, and it'll go dead at the 25-yard line where Montevallo will take over. First and 10, 7.45 to go in our first half. 16-7, to 7, Tigers lead back right after this. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. All right, Montevallo with the football at about the 25-yard line. Twin receivers, both sides. Quarterback back to pass. He swings it out on a little out route intended for Cottingham, and it uh, falls incomplete. Yeah, Cottingham's been the receiver. He's been his go-to receiver tonight, just not able to connect with him there. Brian Joyner also getting pressure, getting all up in uh, – Dryer's uh, path uh, of delivery there and uh, could have had something to do with it. Brings up second down here. And they got the video back up in uh, Woodland, a quick recovery over there. Last score we had eight to eight between Barry and Woodland. Second and 10 for Montevallo Bulldogs. Man comes in motion to the near side and holds them back. And he handed off to Anderson right up the middle. He broke some tackles at the line of scrimmage and powered forward across the 30, close to the 34. Yeah, had blitz on there. Jake Connell had an all-on blitz, and uh, Anderson made him pay for it there. And found a, found a crease. Uh, was able to advance the ball. Uh, brings up third and short here for the Bulldogs. And I'm going to wait till they put the down marker down before I call it. Looks like it's going to be third and two. Third and two for Montevallo. Anderson moves over to the left of Dyer, the quarterback. Anderson gets it right up the middle. He's met at the line of scrimmage. Christian Jones with some penetration, but uh, looks like he crossed the 35. Yeah, good job there by Christian Jones and stuck him right at the line of scrimmage. And we'll have to see where they uh, spot the ball, but uh, good effort there by Christian. Got it out across the 35. Montevallo signaling it's a first down. And White Hat confirms it. First and 10 for Montevallo. First and 10 at their own 36-yard line. Well, the defense just needs to stop this Bulldog offense here. I mean, we've uh, been giving up a, a few plays to them tonight, allowing them to keep moving the chains and letting them hang around. The handling defense needs to come up big here uh, and see if we can't get the offense uh, going again, get some more points on the board. Dreyer with a long snap count, takes a snap, nap, rolls to his left, brought down That's by Dylan Brooks. That's what the Hanley defense needed. A big stop there, big sack by Dylan Brooks coming off the edge. Uh, Dreyer had nowhere to go with the ball and didn't have time to get rid of it. Uh, excellent job by Dylan Brooks off the edge. Hey, that'll back him up way back close to about the 22-yard line. And it's going to be uh, second down and 24 to go for the Montevallo Bulldogs. Wide out to the near side of the field, Mar Michael Jones. In the slot over here to the near side, Cameron Goins. And now number 33, Holsenback, will be your wide out over here on the near side as they'll have trips over here. 
And they'll hand it off to Anderson right up the middle. And uh, he's a tough little runner. He gets it out across the 25. Yeah, you're not going to bring him down easy, Adam. And uh, all they're doing there is just trying to spread the field out, uh, get the defenders out on the edge and and trying to open up uh, some creases in the middle there. But uh, the Hanley front seven, again, uh, do a good job uh, in stopping the run. I know you guys don't remember this because I'm old, but uh, he reminds me of Rocky Blyer that played for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard the name before, but can't recall I watched him play. I'm old, guys. He was watching that on black and white, wasn't he? Yep, with antennas. <laughs> Third down, and that one's blown dead. And uh, movement along the offensive front, I think. Yeah, I think you're right there, Adam. They've had uh, a struggle with that all night, right, even right. from the opening uh, play of the night uh, with the illegal procedure against the Bulldogs. That'll back them up uh, five more yards. Speaking of old, got to get a little segue in here. Uh, the uh, fine leader of the uh, Roanoke City School System, uh, he's celebrating his 39th birthday, Chuck Markham, tomorrow. <laughs> Plus how many? Yep, and, uh, and also uh, the resource officer, Shares the same birthday with him, brother Jamie Broom. Jamie's 49, and Chuck Markham's 39. Oh, yeah, that's probably about <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Third and 23 now for Montevallo. Handed off to Anderson off the right side, breaking arm tackles, and he falls forward to the 30. Yeah, tough run there by Anderson. Off tackle, just uh, nothing fancy. Uh, Anderson just taking the handoff, and he's lowering his head and uh, and running off tackle. And uh, their offensive front did a good job there, just getting some push, just you know, not able to uh, get any uh, enough yards for the first down. But a good job there uh, by the handling defense to to hold this bulldog offense. Hopefully, we can get the ball with good field position here and uh, put some points on the board. We got about three. 45 left in the first in the first half. Fourth down and 15 punt formation. Anderson does the punting. Montevallo got to run somebody on the field. And now the official on the near sideline blows the play dead. And let's see what uh, is going on. Timeout, I think. Timeout taken by Montevallo. 3:33 to go in our first half. Hanley leads 16 to seven. We'll be back on the iSchool Sports Network after this. At Tanner, we care about your health, so please wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially before eating, after bathroom breaks, blowing your nose, and after coughing or sneezing. If soap and water aren't available, use a hand sanitizer. Avoid touching your face with unwashed hands. Clean and disinfect surfaces and objects often. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue or the crook of your elbow. Avoid people who are sick and stay home when you are sick, except to get medical care. See more ways to stay well online at Tanner.org. All right, coming out of the timeout from Montevallo, fourth down and 15. Coach Kevin Smith knows who Rocky Blyer is, the steel curtain days. And, Kevin, you are not old, Coach Smith. (laughs) Another low snap. Anderson gets it off. This is a high kick. Fair catch called by Quade at the 30-yard line. That's where the Tigers are going to uh, set up shop. Fair catch made. Yeah, the handling offense got uh, three minutes, 27 seconds left here in this first half. Adam, need to uh, put a sustained drive together, move the ball down the field, and see if we can't uh, carry that momentum into the locker room with a score uh, going into halftime. Hey, Adam. 
Go ahead, Brian. Ask Wes about Coach Smith's uh, coachable moments that he loves to talk about. Okay, I'll get him here in just a second. That's our Mike Fields man on the field, brother Brian Whaley. Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue from the 30. First and 10 for the Tigers. Man comes in motion to the near side. Toss sweep to Meadows, looking for some running room. And he has a big collision over here at about the 36-yard line. Yeah, it looked like Britton, number two for the Bulldogs, came up to tackle Tate Meadows and – Looked like Britton uh, took the, the worst end of that at him. Uh, Meadows didn't give an inch and just <laughs> lowered the boom on uh, Never Britton. brought him down. Never brought him down. Second down and about four. Ball touching the 36. Hanley looking to put some points on the scoreboard here at the end of the uh, first half and uh, get that double-double. Uh, Trips to the far side. Swing pass to Meadows on the right side of the formation. Breaks a couple of tackles. He's got a first bank first down at across the 40 to about the 42. Yeah, good job there by Evan Cofield getting the ball out to, uh, to Tay Meadows on the edge. Just a swing pass, just trying to get Tay Meadows out in space. Uh, trying to make a couple of Bulldogs miss there and get some blockers out in front of him. But uh, he's going to pick up the first bank first down on the reception. And, and Chris, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was kind of a screen pass. It looked like his uh, receivers out there were blocking, and that was intended because it was a backward pass. Exactly. First and ten now off the first bank, first down at the 41. Cofield in the shotgun, and he hands it off to Meadows right up the middle looking for running room, and he is slung down at about the 45. He's going to have a gain of about four. Yeah, we had an extra offensive lineman in and and, – 58 Phillips, uh, just trying to get an overload set and pulling both guards as well. Uh, Going to pick up about four yards on the carry. Just trying to get an extra blocker out there. And a penalty flag comes in, and let's see uh, what that's all about. We're probably going to have a conference on that one. That was thrown from a a referee that you normally don't see it. Yeah, there was some, uh, like some, Mouthing going back and forth there right after the play, but uh, don't know if it continued on up to right before the snap or not. Must have. Looking for the white hat as he's personal foul called against Montevallo. Dead ball, personal personal foul foul called against Hanley. Uh, And that's probably the right thing to do, just offset those penalties and, uh, you know, talk to them a little bit and settle everybody down. Yep. Second and six from the 45. Those fouls will offset. Twin receivers, both sides. Ball in the middle of the field. Low snap to Cofield, but he's back to pass. Looking now. Going to swing it out over here. Intended for Meadows over his head. Incomplete. Uh, The official on the near side started to throw a flag. And he did throw the flag. But that's going to be an offensive lineman downfield, Chris. I had two two of them, uh, oh, about four yards down the field. Yeah, trying to set, look like Evan trying to set the screen up out here uh, on the near side of the field and had some pressure uh, coming off the edge, just not able, it got on him before he knew it and not able to, to, to get the screen set up and deliver the pass. He threw the flag right at about the uh, 49 yard line and that's four yards downfield. Usually they give them two and a half, maybe three yards on those screen plays. But I don't believe. But I think 
still another discussion, and that's what they're going to call ineligible, uh, ineligible receivers downfield, downfield, and that'll be called against Hanley, and that'll back us up. Barry 14, Woodland 8 with 20 seconds, 26 seconds to go in the first half. What is the discussion? Hey, out another quick score update. Bibb County 13 to 7 over Anderson. American Christian 14 to 7 over Mobile Christian and Jacksonville 21 over Alabama Christian 14. There you go. Our Mike Fields. Uh, Bryant does it all. He's on the camera. He's uh, texting in the group, keeping up with scores, and then passing our scores along. So our our Mike Fields man on the field multitasking tonight. <laughs> All right, five-yard penalty assessed against the Tigers for the uh, ineligible receiver downfield, second down and 11, back at the 40-yard line. Jaquavius Lawrence wide out over here to the near side. Jamiroquai Lewis in the slot on the near side. A pair of receivers on the far side. Brooks is one of them. Cofield back to pass, sets the screen up to Jamiroquai on the near side. It's complete, and he gets it back to about the 47. Going to bring up uh, second down at about three. Third down and three. Yeah, good job there uh, by Jamiroquai Lewis on the screenplay. Had some blockers out front. Tay Meadows actually leading the way for him. Uh, it's going to bring up third and manageable here uh, for Hanley. And Hanley going to take a timeout. We'll take one with him. 106 to go here in our first half. Tigers lead 16-7 to back after this. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. 106 to go here in the second quarter. Hanley leads 16-7 and with the football, trying to put more points on the scoreboard before they go into the locker room. Low snap to Cofield. He digs it out, rolls to his right, intended for Tay Meadows at the midfield, and it falls incomplete, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, again, another low snap. We're struggling with that. It still continued, Adam, uh, here tonight. Uh, I don't. I hadn't kept count of it, but I know at least five low snaps, and yeah, that just throws the whole uh, rhythm of the playoff and uh, Evan delivering the pass behind Tay Meadows there. So, going to bring up fourth down. Have to punt here with a minute left in the first half. Fourth down and four for the Tigers. Ty Fetner back in to punt. And I believe the uh, play clock expi expired. No, I think they may have too many of them. Yeah, illegal substitution on the defense. And that'll be a Hanley first down, a first bank first down. Everybody was kind of looking around trying to figure out what was going on, but uh, good catch there, our Mike Fields man on the field, Brother Bryant Whaley. 
gives the Tigers a first down. I can do more than navigate. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> Tiger offense back on the field. That's a first bank first down via the penalty. Cofield back to pass on the slant right across the middle, in and out of the hands of Maurice Cameron. Those are ones you got to catch, Adam. Uh, he, he, he had a lot of open field in front of him there, and well-thrown ball. May have been slightly behind Maurice, but still a very catchable ball, and you got to look those in and concentrate, secure those passes. We've had a couple of drops tonight. We have. Second down and 10. Ball at the Montevallo 48. 54 seconds to go here in the first half. Tigers lead 16 to 7. Cofield back to pass. Same pass route. That one's complete to Quad A. Lewis. Breaks the tackle, splits a couple of defenders. A first bank first down inside the 20. Yeah, exactly. The same play. Go back to it. Great job by Quad A. Lewis to secure the catch. Good protection up front as well. Uh, Going to pick up uh, the first bank first down for the Hanley Tigers. Hanley rushing up to the offensive line. Cofield going to line up under center, and he's going to clock it with 41 seconds, and it'll be second down and 10. They never even got the chain set. <laughs> yeah, good job, Evan, directing his, his offense down the field. Then, and then having the wherewithal, get him down there, get him set, and clocking the ball to stop the clock. Uh, so Coach Strain and his staff can regroup here, pick the right play, and see if we can't put this thing in the end zone. Quad A. Lewis is going to be your wide out to the far side of the field. Hanley going to the I formation. Robertson is the fullback. Meadows off the right side. Makes one man miss at the line of scrimmage, but uh, he's going to be gobbled up at the 20. And Hanley going to take a timeout with 34 seconds to go here in the first half, leading 16-7. to We'll take one with them on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Go. 34 seconds to go here in our first half. Hanley took that uh, timeout. And Chris, I, was that our first timeout? The second timeout. I know second. we took one. I know we took one down here on the. Uh, the two point. Yeah, the, the two point conversion. Two point conversion. Right. So I believe we got one left. Third and eight from the 16 for Hanley. Cofield back in the gun. Rolls to his right, loads up. Now he's looking for Brooks in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Tigers. Good job by Evan Cofield standing in the pocket there, Adam. Rolling, or rather rolling out. He was about to be hit. Delivered the strike to Dylan Brooks in the corner of the end zone there for the touchdown. And that's exactly what the Hanley offense needed to do. Took advantage of a penalty there to, to move the chains. Uh, and then converted and put points on the board here with 27 seconds left in the first half. Burns on for the emergency medical transport point after attempt. A fixture in Randolph County since 1990. EMT response ready 24-7 emergency medical transport. Bozeman does the snapping, Cofield the hold, and the kick is up by 
Nope, uh, Burns, and that one is a little bit wide right. 27 seconds left. Hanley leads 22 to 7. Back with a scoring recap right after this. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And our Reliance Realty Handley scoring recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Tigers cap off a 10-play, 70-yard drive with a 16-yard TD pass from Evan Cofield to Dylan Brooks. PAT was no good. Your Handley Tigers lead 22-7 to with 27 seconds left in the first half. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit ReliancerealEstate.com. And that kick was fielded by Joseph Anderson. He uh, came up between the hashes and then broke it over to the far side. And uh, he's down. And uh, let's see where they're going to spot him. Somewhere in the neighborhood of the 40-yard line. Handle defense needs to be aware here, Adam. You know, the Bulldogs will take a shot. They're not afraid to take a shot down the field. And look for uh, Dreyer to find Cottingham somewhere in the f down the field. Uh, to try to connect with 22 seconds left here in the first half. All right, Dreyer out of the gun, and he hands it off to Anderson, and he's uh, weaving his way through uh, Hanley defenders, but he's only going to pick up a couple of yards. It looks like the Bulldogs may be content here to let the clock run out, go to the locker room, try to regroup. And that's, uh, yeah, Game clock down under 2-1, and uh, that's going to be the end of our second quarter tonight. Brought to you by Express Chicken and Fish. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10.30 to 8. Freshly cooked fare. Our score at the half. Hanley 22, Montevallo 7. Back after this. Kickstart your college plans. Mini-term two starts October 12th at Southern Union State Community College. Same classes as a full semester, except mini-term means less time plus a faster finish more than 20 courses offered apply and chat with an advisor today visit suscc.edu today click on mini term 2 registration and start racing toward that college dream It's not just a home or car. It's the six months that you save for your Ultra HD flat screen, just in time for football season, and the overtime that you work for that third car so your team can drive themselves to practice. While other insurance companies see them as just a bundle or combo, State Farm agent Ken Seifert sees your home and car as things that you worked really hard for. Ken understands what your things really mean and is here to help you and get the protection that they deserve. Talk to State Farm agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke for your home and auto insurance soon. For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management, and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you.
the all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhealth.com or call 334-863-3500. All right, back here at halftime, and Hanley leading this one 22-7 to over Montevallo, round two of the 4A state playoffs. Uh, in a few moments, uh, we're going to be joined with uh, one of our dear friends, uh, Brother Danny Knowles. We're going to talk a little bit about this week was Veterans uh, Day, and uh, Danny does uh, tremendous work with all the veterans, so we're going to talk to him about that. Of course, he is our banner sponsor. But, uh, Chris, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit, your recap of the first half. Well, I thought the handling defense did well, uh, minus a couple of big plays. That's one of the things we talked about in our keys to the game. We, you know, we got to do something about it. We, we tend to give up uh, big plays. We do well against the run between the tackles, uh, stopping the run, but we tend to give up some plays down the field, and uh, that's how the Bulldogs uh, got their only score. Offensively, we've looked uh, crisp at times, moved the ball up and down the field. Uh, in the passing game, looked really good. Uh, Evan Cofield getting the ball down the field. Uh, still having trouble with that snap. You know, we got to clean that up. We've got to find an answer for that because that's going to hurt you uh, along the way somewhere. Uh, but overall, you're up 22-7 to 7, uh, going in the locker room uh, with the momentum, uh, with the score. Get the ball back after the half uh, to, to possibly get the double-double, the uh, hopefully. And, uh uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of things that Coach Strain and his staff are going to go in and try to adjust, work on. Um, you know, still having a little trouble getting, you know, players on and off the field like we need to. Not as crisp. And, and I attribute all that is we hadn't played as much football as some of the folks exactly. that, we, exactly. that we faced. And, uh, you know, you, you, you got to get over some of those things. You, do, you hate to have to try to work some of those kinks out in the playoffs, but uh, – that's that's what we're facing due to the, the season and the the cancel the forfeits and and the schedule changes. So those are things you just deal with, move on, and uh, make the best of them. Well, that's kind of what I talked about in my, you know in my opening. Nothing has been normal this year. No, uh, it's not been a normal season, and uh, I think the Hanley Tigers have uh, handled it really well, made the best of it. Uh, just don't have the snaps under their belt. Uh, that, that some of our opponents do. And so, you know, we're still working some of the kinks out. You, you, you say you know, you're in the 10th ball game of the year and you're still working kinks out. Well, yeah, uh, because we hadn't had that consistent play week to week due to COVID, due to forfeits and cancellations. And and uh, so, you know, uh, we'll get there. You know, I'm sure Coach Strain uh, and his staff are in there uh, coaching these guys up on those things, uh, the, the little things. The little things is what – uh, well, either win you a ball game or lose you a ball game. And so uh, I'm sure they're in there coaching hard and coaching those guys up. But uh, a lot of positives, you know, going in the locker room with a 22-7 lead uh, and then get the ball back uh, when you come back out. But need to create more separation uh, with this score. Uh, 
And I'm not, uh, you know, not the, the Montevallo Bulldogs have played a good ball game. I think we've got more athletes than they do. Mm-hmm. We just got to take this game in hand, clean some of the mistakes up, and take control of it. Don't let them hang around. Like last week, I think we had the better ball club over Viger. Viger was a good football team, but we let them hang around because of mistakes that we made and not playing as clean as we can. So, got to clean those things up, create some separation uh, here in the second half, and uh, put this ball game away. Got to learn to finish ball games. Our main camera guy uh, on the main camera tonight, Dalton Screws, uh, and he pointed out just a minute ago during during the break that uh, uh, you guarantee that somebody on the Montevallo side is getting uh, an earful in the locker room about uh, the illegal substitution or not, uh, whatever exactly. the penalty was there at, toward the end of the uh, first half, it gave Hanley the ball back. That's right. And, you know, so adjustments on both sides of the football for both for both of these teams. Uh, when you get to the second round uh, in, in the playoffs, uh, you, you know you got a pretty good football team. Exactly. And uh, the Montevallo Bulldogs do have a good football team. Got a lot of athletes over. I've been impressed why, with Anderson 20 and uh, his tough running. Uh, he's tough to bring down. You're not going to bring him down on first contact. you got to hit him. And then you got the, the gang tackling to bring him down. Uh, the quarterback, uh, Dryers, made some good throws. He's not afraid to go down the field. You know, it may be a 50-50 ball when he throws it down there, but he's not afraid to sling that ball. He's a tall, lanky kid. Got a good uh, field of vision back there due to his height at 6'6". Can see over that offensive line and, and pick his receivers out down the field. And Cottingham uh, is a solid receiver. He's made some good catches. Uh, and uh, down the field. So look for more of that the second half. Look for Anderson run between the tackles. Uh, we've done a good job in stopping that, but they, they've they caught us off guard on a couple of blitzes and, and gashed us there with the run. Uh, and then the pass, just um, good concentration by Cottingham. He's made a couple of catches where we had to play defended well, uh, just not, you know, you know, he just made a play. And, uh, you know, that's what good receivers do, and he's, he's a talented guy. So look for them to, to throw the ball a good bit more down the field uh, to try to close the gap between uh, uh, the Bulldogs and the Tigers. But uh, the, Hanley, the back end of that Hanley defense got to do a good job and be aware of that in the second half. The Tigers lead this one at halftime by a score of 22 to 7. Chris, we're going to let you step aside. We're going to get Brother Danny in here uh, and uh, talk to him, talk a little bit about uh, his contributions to the veterans and uh, how special veterans are to him. And we're going to do that coming up here just uh, on the other side of the break. Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship uh, in education-based high school athletics. The lesson learned on the court in the bleachers. Good sports are winners no matter what the score is. Support. High School Athletics with Good Sportsmanship, a public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Tigers lead this one uh, 22-7, and we're going to step aside. We'll be back with Danny Knows when we continue on the iSchool Sports Network after this. Randolph County Mobile Homes, 2595 Highway 431 in Roanoke. Your leader for affordable homes. Beautiful three or four bedroom homes from Clayton, Hamilton, and Fleetwood. Finished sheetrock, shingle, and metal roof options. Single wide mobile homes starting at 38.9. Double wide homes starting at 62.9. Visit Randolph County Mobile Homes today and let their caring staff help you through every step of purchasing your new home, including financing. Randolph County Mobile Homes, Highway 431 in Roanoke. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3584. All right, back here at halftime, 22-7, to 7, our Tigers over Montevallo. So pleased to be joined here at uh, our halftime show tonight by Danny Knowles. Danny, a good friend of ours. Uh, he, he's a, a native of Randolph County. He is a Alabama veteran. Danny served in the military yeah, for many years. And, uh, Danny, how many years did you serve? Eleven years. Eleven years. Danny, and, uh, Danny uh, lives in the Birmingham area now, but a native of Randolph County, graduate of Hanley High School. And, uh, Danny, you do so much for all of the schools in the county and everything, but your heart is near and dear to veterans. And this Wednesday was Veterans Day. Me being a veteran myself, uh, appreciate uh, the efforts that you do. But you had a golf tournament a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, this past Sunday we had our normal, uh, our annual uh, War on the Green golf tournament. Uh, we had 40 teams in, that te- in, the, in, the, in the tournament, and we raised a netted out about $36,000 for veterans. This is our first um, contest we had to have or fundraiser we had since the virus has hit us or the pandemic's hit us. So we were really happy to have that, but it's really helped the local veterans. Uh, we got our normal gala coming up in February. Uh, we normally raise about forty, fifty thousand from that, so we're starting to get back in our fundraising mode on that. So that's really important. How long have you been doing things for for the veteran? And what and what is? About seventy-five to eight thousand. Our primary effort is to help any veteran from a financial situation. They fell down on their hardship, helping them from a, a health care situation, anything benefit-wise, anything that a veteran might need on a day-to-day basis, our organization offers it. You uh, said you got a couple events coming up in the next 60 or 90 yeah, days. Yeah. What, we, tell we, us a little bit about the, those. Yeah, we've got our gala. We have normally okay. have about 400 vets to that, to that program. Um, it's a fundraiser. Uh, we normally raise about $50,000 for that. Uh, the good thing about that, um, we have an auxiliary. Uh, all three of my sons participate in it. Uh, they, they support the whole Alabama veterans, even though none of them are vets. You don't have to be a vet to be a part of our organization as long as you're a support uh, group member. So, you know, we're just focused on it. Uh, we normally do Rock the South. We, we have a big fundraiser there. We handle all the beverages sales there. We didn't get to do that this year. So the, the pandemic cost us about eighty to $90,000 in fundraising this year. Wow. Wow, wow, wow! That's a nice jacket you got on, and I and I got to say, tell you, last year you sent me a you sent me a shirt, and I I, I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Alabama veteran. Yep, an, an Alabama. Yeah, you gonna have to send me I'll one send of those. One of these it, hey, that 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 is that is sharp. I, I like that uh, three quarter pullover there, three quarter yeah, zip. Yeah, Benji hit me up once one too. I said, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hit you one. Everybody hits you up. Yeah. What what is it about free stuff? People love free stuff. I love free stuff. You know. 
I love supporting uh, the Tigers here, man. I, I love helping you with all the schools. So. Uh, l listen, my daughter-in-law and son are here from uh, oh, Nashville, and uh, she was sitting up here, and they they went over to get us some concessions from the concession stand. But we, we got here about uh, a little after four today, and we were we were setting up, and she was sitting down there, and, and she said, "Adam, I never realized." What kind of operation? You know, she said, I, we listen to you. I see you on the on the live stream sometimes. She said, but I never realized what kind of operation you got set up. And, and I said, it, it's pretty, it's pretty it's fancy. It's impressive. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I travel all the time. And if I'm not at the game at Hanley or like this, I'm listening to you on the radio everywhere. Tampa, you are, wherever I'm at, I'm, I'm listening to y'all on Friday Danny, night. Danny sends me texts every Friday night. I know where he is. Uh, we talk probably once every two weeks and uh, and everything. And uh, Now, let me let me ask you this. we got to go back. I, I know, and it may not be uh, something that's happening this year, but you have an affiliation with the Birmingham Bowl, and uh, you did some, yes, you did some uh, things. Every year since I've been back in Alabama, we've invited the Hanley Tigers football team up to the Alabama Bowl. Well, the Birmingham Bowl. So I hadn't hit it up with the coach yet this year, but I'm. Last year they had the death in the, um, in, on the team. Right. Who never died, and we couldn't come. It was bad weather. So this year I, I'm, I'm sure Benji and the coach will get it going too. Well, I knew you had done that, and uh, you, you and I know you're going to feed the guys tonight. I hear I'm that. We're going to feed them tonight after the game, and At, the cheerleaders. And the cheerleaders. Yeah. So. And uh, Danny knows uh, the Knowles Group uh, for all of your financial uh, needs, uh, and I can speak personally. I, I use Danny. He is my financial advisor, and uh, I, I, folks, I'm going to tell you if, you, if, if you're in search, you, even if you don't use him, call him. Give him a shot. Yeah, give me a shot. I'll help you any way I can. No count, no account is too small. Yeah, there, okay. there you go. And and you know everybody. It, it, now that we've had the presidential election, it, irregardless of, of which side you were on, you know everybody's worried about finances and everything. And they just need to listen to your commercial and give you a call and, and talk to you. Let you give them some advice. Yeah, don't stand on the sideline here in the next five weeks. Don't do it. There you go, folks. Danny, we're going to let you run, and uh, we're going to get uh, get out of here uh, for a couple of minutes, and we certainly appreciate you and the Knowles Group. Thank you for everything you do for all the schools in Randolph County and Hanley High School. Danny Knowles of – yes, yeah, we got to talk about basketball. Uh, back here at halftime, 22-7, to the Tigers on top of Montevallo, and uh, the Hanley Band not on the field uh, here right now. They are performing in the stands. Uh, they did not perform on the field, but uh, got to stand up and stretch my legs. And uh, Lon, I wanted to see if I uh, can you break away from that and uh, play a commercial. Or, okay, you're good to go. All right, we're going to step aside here. About five minutes to go before the second half kickoff, and uh, you're listening to Hanley Tiger football on the iSchool Sports Network. We'll take a timeout, and we'll be back right after this. One. Come into a family-friendly atmosphere at Lowry Drugs and Gifts, a full-service pharmacy offering unique, fun, and memorable gift items, women's and children's clothing, even a bridal registry. You will find a pharmacist eager to share their expert knowledge, and if your doctor prescribes a medicine that your insurance won't pay for, they will gladly offer you a covered equivalent. For your convenience, a covered drive-through is also offered. Lowry Drugs and Gifts, 3705 Highway 431, Roanoke, Alabama, 863-6337. 
there's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack, and as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans with longer terms, no minimum loan amounts, all types of loans you need service from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke on Highway 431 next to Burger King and branches in Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us. Member FDIC. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. All right, back here at halftime. Hanley Tigers leading this one 22-7. And, uh, Brian, I'm going to send you a text here in just a second. Uh, Chris, you got the uh, first half stats ready to go? Yeah, I got a few stats here. Uh, first half, Hanley, 25 total plays, 207 yards. Total offense, 146 through the air, 61 on the yard on the ground. Montevallo, 132 yards total offense on 25 plays, 126 through the air. Uh, six yards total rushing. Uh, so the Hanley defense has been impressed with some individual leaders. Uh, for Hanley, Tay Meadows, uh, 10 carries, 66 yards and a TD uh, on the ground. Receptions, uh, Quade Lewis had two, 62 yards and a TD, along with Dylan Brooks, two for 52 yards and a TD. And let me get over here to this other page. Evan Cofield's going to be seven for 13 for 146 and two TDs. Individual leaders for the Bulldogs. Dreyer was 6 of 10 for 126 yards and one TD. And looks like Anderson, 14 carries for 20 yards uh, for the Bulldogs. Defensively, of course, leading the way is going to be Dylan Brooks along with Jake Cottle leading in tackles tonight for the Hanley Tigers. And there you have our... First half stats is uh, the Tigers made their way back on to uh, the field down here in the end zone to our right. Montevallo in the end zone to our left. Hanley leading this one by a score of 22 to 7. We got a lot going on up here, Chris. Lon, Lon is uh, 
earning his uh, money, his producer money tonight. Uh, got some problems going on with the Woodland video, uh, some internet issues over there. And uh, if you are trying to watch the Woodland video tonight, go back to our website, go back through, and, and start over. They've got the uh, stream back up and running live over there momentarily. And now we lost the Hanley video, uh, according to Don. Okay. Don, try it again if you're uh, listening along the way. Uh, everything is showing it's working good on our end, so uh, just uh, see if you can uh, maybe go back in and start over on it. Uh, not sure exactly uh, what was going on there, but uh, all the systems show go on on our on our side, so uh, try to go back through and uh, recheck it for us, uh, if you will. But uh, those on the Woodland side, they, they got the stream back up and uh, running. And uh, Lon worked hard on that with Hunter Baldwin and Al Haynes over there, uh, along with Jerry Huddleston. Uh, I was trying to see what the last score was that we had from uh, the Woodland game uh, at the half. Thank you, Don. Brilliant was leading Raglan 21 to nothing at the half. Barry was leading Woodland 14 to eight at halftime. And uh, both teams uh, back on the field, as I said. Hanley leads this one 22 to seven. Lon, we're gonna step aside and uh, take another uh, one minute timeout here before we get ready for our second half on the iSchool Sports Network. Hey everyone, this is T.A. After Hurricane Zeta blew through our area, I found myself with tons of pecans down. And with that many on my hands, I contacted Brand Futural down at Futural Farms about his cracking and shelling service. Futural Farms can crack and shell your pecans in one easy process. They are open Monday through Friday only for drop-off and pickup after 5 p.m. They're open all day on Saturday from 8 to 5. Get your pecans cracked and shelled at Futural Farms. Also selling pecan halves and pieces by the pound. Call 256 256- 449-9608 or email Carla at futurefarms.com. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here, independent of SPF. Kickstart your college plans. Mini-term two starts October 12th at Southern Union State Community College. Same classes as a full semester, except mini-term means less time plus a faster finish. More than 20 courses offered. Apply and chat with an advisor today. Visit suscc.edu today. Click on Mini Term 2 Registration and start racing toward that college dream. All right, back here, uh, second half, getting ready to uh, get underway. Tigers lead this one 22-7. Our third quarter brought to you in part by OK Tire Store. Oil changes, brakes, alignments, and all kinds of auto service and tires that fit any budget. OK Tire Store, Highway 431 in Roanoke. 
Chris, uh, what you look for Hanley to do here on this opening drive of the second half? We've got to get the, the run established, Adam. We ran the ball early in the first quarter and did, did a pretty good job, but uh, they kind of shut us down in the second half. They were getting penetration along that defensive front, and uh, now the pass worked really well for us in that second quarter, but look for the Hanley Tigers to come out and try to establish that line of scrimmage and uh, run Tay Meadows. High kick from Hernandez, fielded by Jamiroquai Lewis at the 25. He lost the ball in in mid-stride. He gets it out across the 35 to the 36, and he had a wall set up out here. Yeah, the wall was set up really well for Jamiroquai Lewis. Got uh, He saw a lot of green grass there, and uh, eyes got really big and didn't secure the ball, but they had to wherewithal to get it and uh, retain possession and have decent field position here to start the first drive of the second half. Evan Cofield at quarterback from the 36. Hanley will have the football, and they will move right to left as you listen or as you watch the game. Operating out of the pistol formation with Meadows behind Cofield. Jamiroquai Lewis and Dylan Brooks wide out to the far side of the field. Aiden Robertson is the wingman to the near side, and a little mix-up in the backfield, and uh, Cofield going down back around the uh, 32. And that's not how you want to start the second half, half. Miscommunication between your running back and quarterback there, and uh, going to lose about three yards on, on the play. On the play. He's going to bring up second and 13. Second down and 13 for Hanley. Trips to the far side of the field. Single receiver in Dequavius Lawrence over here to the near side of the field. Cofield in the gun. Hands it off the right side to Meadows. Broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage. Spins out of another tackle, and he's going to get it uh, out to the 40-yard line, a gain of about eight yards. Very strong run there by uh, Tay Meadows. Just off tackle, option play. Uh, hand the ball off to Tay Meadows and uh, spins out of a couple of tackles there and uh, gets the ball forward for uh, a gain of about five. Third down and six for the Tigers. Just underway here in our third quarter. Hanley leading in the second round of this 4A playoff game by a score of 22-7. to seven. Cofield out of the gun. Going to run the option to the right side. Breaks the tackle at the line of scrimmage down the far sideline. One man left to get him, and he knocks him out of bounds at about the 11, 12-yard line, but not before he picked up a first bank first down. Yeah, good uh, decision-making there by Evan Cofield to pull the ball uh, from the belly of Tay Meadows. Saw the, the defensive end, whoever he was reading there, linebacker, and uh, able to get down the field there to pick up the first bank first down, but going to have a flag that's going to negate the big run, looks like, Adam. So that will negate the first bank first down. And it's going to be third down and 16 for the Tigers. Lawrence wide out over here to the near side of the field. Along with Quade Lewis and Jamiroquai Lewis as well. Dylan Brooks is his single receiver far side. Cofield rolls to the near side of the field. Now he swings it out in the flats to Jamiroquai Lewis in and out of his hands and incomplete. Now to bring up fourth down. It's going to bring up 
Yeah, we've not been doing a good job uh, tonight on receiving core and securing the passes. Evan has been on the mark several times uh, to uh, various receivers, and they're just not able to secure the pass. And, again, there, uh, another case of that going to bring up fourth down. Uh, going to have to punt. Ty Fetner in to punt. Goins along with Waters deep to receive for Montevallo. They're going to settle in at about the 45-yard uh, line. Play clock at four. Good snap to Fetner. This is a line drive kick, and it's uh, oh. buffed. And looks like the Tigers may have come up with it. Still, ball is still loose ball at about the 45. And let's see. Montevallo somehow recovered it. Yeah, missed uh, opportunity there, Adam, to uh, recover the muffed uh, kick return there. But uh, unfortunately, the ball didn't bounce the Tigers' way. Uh, and the Bulldogs will have the ball uh, at the Hanley 45-yard line here to start this drive. They actually gained about 15 yards off <laughs> they that. They did. Inside Hanley territory from the 45, Montevallo with the football. Dyer, your quarterback, out of the gun, low snap, hands it off to Anderson, and uh, he was off uh, right behind the right guard and tackle there, and uh, he's going to pick up maybe two yards. Yeah, good job there. Dylan Brooks just coming off the edge. He tracked uh, Anderson down from behind uh, after about a two-yard gain and uh, not much there uh, for the Bulldogs. Second and eight. Ball at about the 43. Trips receivers to the near side. Holson back going to be the widest over here toward the Hanley sideline. Dyer back to pass. And he hits Cottingham for about a, uh, maybe just a couple of yards on it. He hit him underneath. Yeah, just underneath right there. Uh, Dyer trying to hit Cottingham and did underneath there. Picks up a couple of yards on the, the throw and catch. Third and a long five for Montevallo. Wide out over here to the near side will be Jones. And in the slot over here will be Goins. Dyer rolls this way. Now he loads up and throws back to the other side of the field. The pass is incomplete. And that one was uh, intended for Holson back. Yeah, had good pressure off uh, both sides there. Uh, coming from both directions, Brian Joyner and Dylan Brooks converging on, on Dyer. And I, that's one thing. Uh, we've gotten to him a couple of times tonight, Adam. We've got pressure on him, but he, he feels the pressure and is able to get rid of the ball, uh, not able to connect down the field, brings up fourth down here. And looks like uh, Coach Bourne's going to leave his uh, offense on the field here. Fourth down and five from the 40. Pair of receivers over here on the near side of the field and Holson back as a wing on the right side. Dyer completes the pass to Cottingham. He's got a first down and he's knocked out of bounds at the 29. Yeah, just good job by Dyer uh, hitting Cottingham uh, out on the edge. That's the play they've heard us with earlier in the ball game uh, to move the chains. Uh, get a new, new set of downs here. At the 29, first and 10 for Montevallo. Moving left to right. Ball over on the far hash mark. 
and Anderson gets a handoff. He bounces to the outside as he broke tackles, still on his feet, and he is going into the end zone for the touchdown. Just a hard run by Anderson there. Poor tackling on the Hanley Tigers' part there, Adam. I had him hit several times, and he's not a back that's going to bring down with one-arm tackle. you got to wrap him up and uh, uh, give the Bulldogs credit. They blocked it well at the point of attack, pulled both guards out in front of uh, Anderson there, and once he got to the second level, he just uh, made a couple of Tigers miss. They didn't wrap up and bring him down. Like you said, you can't arm tackle him. You're going to have to wrap up, hit him, and wrap him up. All right, they're going to keep the offense on the field and go for a two-point conversion. Going to work out of the gun. Twins on both sides. Man comes in motion now underneath the formation, and he'll line up at a wing to the near side. Dyer swings it out in the flats, and that one is intercepted. But uh, that one uh, would have been a pick six if he could have returned it, but he can't do it. So two-point conversion fails. 7.49 to go into third. Tigers lead 22-13 back right after this. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And back here following the uh, Montevallo touchdown to close the Hanley lead to 22-13. 7.49 to go here in our third quarter, brought to you in part by the OK Tire Store. And Hernandez set to uh, kick to the Tigers. This is a high-end, over-end kick. Going to be fielded right around the 20-yard line by Jamiroquai Lewis. Looking right up between the hashes. Bounces it to the outside. He broke a couple of tackles. Still on his feet. And he's going to go down at about the 40-yard line. Yeah, impressive return there by Jamiroquai. Going to set this Hanley offense up again with a decent field position uh, to start their second drive of the second half. And the Hanley offense needs to come up with a drive here, Adam. Didn't look very impressive on their first uh, possession of the second half. And defense didn't look very good either. Uh, against the Bulldogs on their first possession. So uh, the Tigers, the Tigers need to come up big here and answer the score. And they'll actually spot it back at the 37. Lawrence wide out over here to the near side of the field. Cofield goes underneath center out of the double wing formation. Meadows off the left side looking for running room. Lowers his head, runs over a Montevallo defender, and he's going to get it out close to the 45. Just a strong, robust run there by Tay Meadows off tackle, and uh, he made that defender pay at him and uh, picks up about uh, about eight yards on the, the first down carry. Seven yards on the first down carry. Yep, second down and three from the 45. Going to stay in that uh, double wing formation, wing T, if you will. Wideouts are split out on both sides. Cofield underneath center. Jones goes in motion, handed off up the middle to Meadows, and he fights forward. He's going to have a uh, gain of about two, and it's going to bring up a third down and one. Yeah, not much there. Uh, the Bulldogs have done a good job at the point of attack tonight uh, against our Hanley offensive line. And we've got to do a better job getting a hat on the hat there and, and get some push. Uh, that's not typical of the handle offensive line. We generally get good push, get Tay Mendes to the second level there, and uh, not able to do so on that play brings up third down. Cofield underneath, center out of the power eye. Meadows off the left side, breaking tackles. He's got a first bank first down, still fighting for yards all the way down to the Montevallo 35. 
And that's what we're used to seeing there, getting Tay Metis to the second level. And once he, once he gets to that second level, he punishes defenders. We've seen that already tonight. He punishes defenders and keeps his legs moving and pumping and uh, picks up that first bank first down. Can you give us that look again, Wesley? <laughs> I think he's a little impressed. Yeah. He's seen, him, he's seen him on the video, but uh, now he's got the opportunity to see him in person. First and 10 for the Tigers at the Montevallo 35. Cofield to Meadows off the left side. Still on his feet, breaking tackles along the way inside the 10, and he's going to be wrestled down at about the seven-yard line. Yeah, very forceful run there. He forced his wheel at him. He got to that second level, and you know, he drug a couple of Bulldogs with him for about four or five yards, pick up another first bank, first down, just – Impressive run there. Good blocking up front, too. He's fun to watch. He is. Power eye formation once again for the Tigers. First and goal. Guess who? Meadows has got it. He cut it back to the middle of the field, and he's going to get it inside the five to the four. Yeah, going to be tough going here. Uh, now, Adam, uh, that Bulldog defense has done a good job there at the point of attack. Most of the night, so these yards are going to be at a premium. Uh, got to get good push along that offense front. We've got to have uh, big plays out of Ahmad Staples and Bailey and Laurie Cottle and Ahmad Staples up front. Got to get some push. Second and goal from the four. Toss sweep to Meadows off the right side, trying to get to the corner, and he's in to the end zone for the Hanley touchdown. Yeah, just running the tall sweep out of the eye formation, just trying to get the edge stretched to play out. Tate Meadows uses his speed to get to the, get to the pylon and, and, and get the score there, Adam. That's what we need to do to answer that score of the Bulldogs. And our emergency medical transport point after attempt, a fixture in Randolph County and surrounding areas since 1990. EMT response ready 24-7. Burns on for the point after try. Cofield is the holder. Good snap. And the kick is up. And that kick is no good over to a little bit wide right. Tigers lead 28-13, 3 to go into third. We'll be back right after this. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move, and that's why State Farm agent Ken Seifert and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money, so go for the win. Score savings by combining your home and auto. It's just another way we're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ken Seifert at 334-863-2610 today. All right, time now for our Reliance Realty Hanley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Hanley Tigers answer the Bulldogs score with a six-play, 63-yard drive, with a four, capping it off with a four-yard TD run by Tay Meadows. PAT was no good. Your Hanley Tigers lead 28-13 with 5.03 left in the third quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com, phone number 334-863-2161. Uh, injured player on the field. We're going to step aside, and we'll be back right after this. 
For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management, and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring for my caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. All right, now we're ready uh, for the kickoff. The injured player got up. Uh, Adams was his uh, name, uh, walked off the field on his own power. And they're giving me a hard time. I, it, you didn't hear all that that was going on. But, I did uh, not. I, apparently, I was talking to Lon during the break, and uh, I, it was real quiet in here because of the injured player. And I meant no disrespect, but I said something. But I was listening to the commercials in my ear, so I was really loud. So they're giving me a hard time. Well, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Well, we go we go from you can't hear yourself think to complete silence when it when all that stops it gets so quiet. Yeah, you could have heard a pin drop here in the house, and that that was respect for the Montevallo player. And that's a low line drive kick fielded at the thirty five, where Montevallo will take over first and ten. Yeah, number six, uh, Mark bobbled the the kickoff, and it was covered up a little by Anderson, number twenty, and that's where the Bulldogs will start uh, this drive here. With four fifty eight left in the third quarter. Handling defense needs to come up big here too. You know, the hand of offense answered that score. Defensively, we need to do a better job. We look, didn't look very good the last drive, Adam, and uh, need to uh, find some redemption here and stop this Bulldog offense. It is Friday the 13th. It, it is. Yeah, I, it I, is. I, that's what I thought. Pair of receivers over here on the right side of the formation. They hand it off to Anderson, and Hanley gobbles him up behind the line. Yeah, great penetration there by Dylan Brooks uh, along that uh, defensive front to bring Anderson down for a loss of a yard. Second down and 11 for Montevallo. 440 to go here in the third quarter. Hanley leading by a pair of touchdowns, 28 to 13. And no, we've kind of changed up defensive schemes a little bit. Got Dylan Brooks in a more traditional role that he's used to playing with his hand down, moved up the defensive end rather than outside linebacker. So he's getting a lot of pressure off the edge uh, from a stance rather than playing uh, upright uh, from outside linebacker position. Cottingham goes in motion away from us over back to the home side of the field. Dyer back to pass under some pressure. They hit him just as he threw the ball, and it's incomplete intended for Cottingham along the far sideline. Yeah, and Jake Cotter was he was a beeline to, to Dryer and hit him right as he delivered the pass. Uh, good pressure there by Jake Cotter. Two-yard touchdown run by Brock Edwards on fourth down for Woodland is cut into the Barry lead. Barry leads Woodland with 10-29 to go in the game, 20 to 16. Third and 11 here for the Bulldogs of Montevallo as they move left to right. Trips to the near side of the field. Dyer back to pass. 
Going to set up a screen intended for Anderson, and that was out of his reach, incomplete fourth down. Yeah, just trying to set this screen up out here on the edge, get Anderson out in space, and Dryer just not able to get the pass uh, delivered to him. Brings up uh, fourth down here, and the Bulldogs will have to punt, and that's exactly what this uh, Hanley defense needed to do on that drive, Adam, uh, after a uh, lackluster drive the, the possession before, but a uh, good job by the Hanley defense. Our cameraman Dalton Dalton Screws won't be happy with this score. Fife all over Welburn, 42 to seven. Uh, not a good score from from that game. Fourth down and 11. Montevallo in punt formation. Anderson gets a kickoff, high kick. It's going to bounce at the 35 and take a Montevallo roll. Hanley gets away from it, and Hanley going to be in business at the 26-yard line, first and 10, 344 to go here in our third quarter tonight. They're going to keep it right here, Lon, uh, and uh, give this one uh, a message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Good sportsmanship and positive citizenship are vital in the development of good citizens. The Alabama High School Athletic Association gladly welcomes the challenges of being a leader in sportsmanship and continuing in this proud tradition. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. First and 10 Tigers at the 26-yard line, leading 28-13 with uh, 3.44 to go here in this game. Cofield back underneath center. Wing T formation for the Tigers. Lawrence wide out over here to the near side of the field. Man goes in motion, hand it. Nope. They're going to run the option coming to the near side of the field. And Maurice Cameron is the guy that received the option and still on his feet. Late a lick out here at about the 38-yard line, Chris. Let's see where they give him forward progress. Is it going to be enough for a first down? Yes, it's going to be enough for a first bank, first down. Dynamic run there by uh, Maurice Cameron just coming around from the, the slot receiver position back around. Evan Cofield pitched it to him, and uh, Maurice Cameron took it upfield and uh, picked up the first bank first down. And Cofield keeps it right up the middle of the field, still on his feet into Montevallo territory as they tried to rip the ball away from him. Cofield did a great job of hanging on at the 32, first bank, first down. Yeah, another good decision by Evan Cofield to pull the ball from Tate Meadows, showing what the defense is going to give him. They're keying on Tate Meadows, and we know that, and Evan Cofield is able to recognize that and pull the ball down and uh, picked up big yardage to pick up the first bank, first down. Some things change, but not at First Bank. Quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at First Bank in Roanoke next to Burger King, member FDIC. Back in the shotgun formation. Cofield hands it off to Meadows, weaves his way to the outside, down the sideline, lays his head down and runs over a Montevallo Bulldog inside the five-yard line. Well, Tay Meadows is a great running back, but he couldn't have done that without Brian Joyner out in front of him. I love to see a big man out front. And Tay Meadows had the wherewithal to allow Joyner to get in front of him and throw that block to break him. And then, of course, Tay Meadows did what he does. He, he, he imposed his will and uh, – Delivered a lick to that defender, but not after picking up that first bank first down. First and goal for the Tigers at the five. Eye formation now. Aiden Robertson is the fullback. Meadows dots the eye. Cofield underneath center. Cofield this time going to look for Robertson in the end zone, and he's got it for the touchdown. 
Yeah, good throw and catch play action pass. Going to hit uh, Aiden Robertson in the flat there for the tight end position and uh, well-designed play. We knew that defense be keying on Tay Meadows there and Tay Meadows able to throw a block uh, to give Evan Cofield enough time to get the ball to Aiden Robertson for the touchdown. Our emergency medical transport point after attempt coming up, brought to you by emergency medical transport. EMT response ready 24-7. Burns on for the point after out of the hold of Evan Cofield. That kick is up, and that one splits the uprights. Tigers lead 35-13, 2.24 to go in the third, back after this. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Time now for our Reliance Realty Handley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Tigers cap off a four-play 73-yard drive with a six-yard TD pass from Evan Cofield to number 17, Aiden Robinson. PAT was good by Caleb Burns. Your Hanley Tigers lead 35 to 13 with 2.24 left in the third quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com, phone number 334-863-2161. Burns kicking off to Montevallo, and uh, Hanley going to be nailed for offsides. Going to have to kick it back from the 35. Yeah, they'll back him up uh, five yards and uh, give it another shot. Barry answered Woodland's score. Uh, they uh, had a long kickoff return and set up a short drive, and uh, Barry – 26, Woodland 16, 9-11 to go in the fourth quarter. And uh, Clay Central and Andalusia tied up at 21 apiece over in uh, Lineville tonight. That surprises me. We've seen Andalusia once. We have. Had to go there to see them, but we saw them. (laughs) (laughs) They got a new facility now. They do. All right, Burns going to kick it off one more time from the 35. End over end kick coming toward the near sideline. And uh, a fair catch. And uh, that was uh, Walters. And uh, he, he made sure that he signaled that. He wanted to make sure that was clear signal for that fair catch. He signaled before, after, after. during. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. If I had uh, a white wall of Tigers coming down at me, I believe I'd fair catch it too. But. Uh, that's where the Bulldogs will start at their own 31-yard line. The kick came down on him real quick, and yeah. he and he really didn't get his arm up the first time. But you knew what he was trying to do. He about got his, just his elbow up. and uh, But uh, nonetheless, uh, Hanley did the smart thing and let him go down to the ground, didn't hit him and uh, avoid a penalty. Montevallo takes over at the 32, handoff to Anderson up the middle. He's met at the line of scrimmage and uh, gang tackling by the Tigers. Yeah, just uh, tough to run against that, that front seven of the Hanley Tigers. We've been, I know we we say it a lot, but you know when it's it's fact, you got to say it every down. And uh, uh, another good job there by that Hanley front seven. A note: uh, Tamarian uh, Phillips, number 58, freshman's in there uh, at defensive end on this particular series. But uh, good job up front by the Tigers. Second and ten now for Montevallo. Dyer, your quarterback, back to pass. Cottle on some pressure there. And that one thrown up for Cottingham. 
incomplete. Penalty flag came in, and uh, three Hanley defenders converged on it. Yeah, Quade Lewis was in defensive play. Jay Haynes comes in late to break the pass up. Um, and I think uh, see Coach White down there signaling that they had to tip on the ball. They, that Haynes made a play on the ball and actually deflected the ball. But uh, nonetheless, they're going to call pass interference against uh, our Hanley Tigers. Coach White thought that was tipped at the line of scrimmage, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He thought he thought Jake got. But it'll be a first down for Montevallo out at the 46-yard line. Dyer back to pass out of the shotgun, and he's looking down that far sideline, and that was a 50-50 ball thrown up and caught. Was that uh, that's uh, going to be number that's nine, Goins? Yeah, what a well-thrown ball. It didn't look like Dyer had a whole lot on it. It just kind of died. Uh, we had a couple of defenders there, but give Goins credit. He came back to it uh, and made uh, made the reception. Got to give Montevallo a first down inside Hanley territory at the 37 as they move left to right. 35-13, Tigers lead here in the closing moments of our third quarter. A Hanley win. Irregardless of who wins between Aniston and Bibb County, we're going back to right field and playing the hole next week. I'm going to swing it out in the flats. That one intended for Goins was the only receiver over here, and I think they were trying to set up a screen and confusion. Yeah, I think so. I think Dyer, uh, Dreyer wanted to set Dreyer. up a screen out on the edge, and uh, Goins uh, was a little confused, didn't know if he was to be the blocker or to receive the catch, but nonetheless going to bring up uh, second down here for the dog. Second and ten. Low snap. He gets it up and uh, swings it out over on the far sideline. It's caught. And uh, probably Cottingham. And he's got another first down uh, inside the uh, 25. Yeah, drive just Tossed it over in. Uh, Cottingham just first about pulled it off the, the turf there, Adam, for the we'll reception. I've been impressed with him. You know, you throw it his direction, he's he's pretty much going to be uh, uh, going to catch it, and he's done so tonight. They'll spot it down at the 24 inside Hanley territory with about uh, 25 ticks left on the clock here in the third quarter. A pair of receivers over here on the right side of the formation near us. Handed off up the middle to Anderson, and he breaks a tackle uh, behind the line of scrimmage, and he falls forward uh, inside the 25, somewhere in the neighborhood of about the 22. Yeah, Jake Collin hit him uh, behind the line of scrimmage, able to uh, slow his momentum enough, trip him up, that uh, Anderson finally went down, uh, but not after he picked up a, a couple of yards, on, or about three yards on the carry. And that's going to bring us to the end of our third quarter tonight, brought to you by OK Tire Store, auto service and tires that fit any budget. Highway 431 in Roanoke at the end of three. The Tigers lead 35-13 back after this.
The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com At Tanner, we care about your health, so please wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially before eating, after bathroom breaks, blowing your nose, and after coughing or sneezing. If soap and water aren't available, use a hand sanitizer. Avoid touching your face with unwashed hands. Clean and disinfect surfaces and objects often. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue or the crook of your elbow. Avoid people who are sick and stay home when you are sick except to get medical care. See more ways to stay well online at Tanner.com. And our uh, fourth quarter brought to you by Emergency Medical Transport. Since 1990, they've been uh, a fixture here in Randolph County and surrounding areas. EMT response ready 24-7, providing advanced life support, basic life support, transport. That's Emergency Medical Transport, phone number 334-863-7911. Dyer back to pass, and uh, that one almost picked off by Jordan West intended for Cottingham. Yeah, trying to hit Cottingham uh, on the corner out there, and Jordan West in defense of the play, almost coming up with an interception. That'll bring up third down and seven for Montevallo inside Hanley territory at about the 22-yard line. Montevallo taking their time, getting the play in from the sideline. They get it in with about 12 seconds to go on the play clock. Dreyer going to swing it out in the flats, complete to number nine, Goins, and Hanley read it all the way. Yeah, good job by Cannon Kyles. Cannon Kyles coming up uh, from the safety position and uh, making a one, recognizing uh, that they're trying to set the screen up, and then two, making a great open field tackle. So that'll bring up fourth, fourth down in about 13 now. Montevallo keeps their offense out there. Trailing by three scores. Now Cottingham goes in motion to the right side. Dreyer back to pass, and he just throws that one away. He was under some heat from Cottle. Yeah, Cottle was all-out blitz coming right up the middle there, and uh, Dreyer didn't have anything to do but get rid of it. Yeah, and there was really nobody over there either. But Hanley going to take over on downs. Good job by the Hanley defense there. 11.03 to go here in our fourth quarter. Winner advances to the third round of the playoffs in Class 4A and we'll face the winner of Bibb County and Aniston. Irregardless of what happens, if Hanley wins this game, whoever wins the other game, we're going back we're going home. to right field. <laughs> A little bracketology there. All right, Cofield out of the gun for the Tigers. And he's going to run the option with Meadows to the far side of the field. Cofield got some running room. He's got a first bank first down out.
close to the 47. Yeah, good job there, Bev and Kofi. Just running the option play. Tay Meadows uh, running along with him, but uh, the Bulldog defense didn't didn't do a good job in recognizing there, and uh, Evan Cofield just uh, takes it down the field to pick up the first bank first down. Yep, and Evan going to have to come out of the game. First down, Hanley. Not sure about that, but uh, Cannon Kyles now enters the game for his first action at quarterback in tonight's game. From the 47, is first and 10 for the Tigers. Kyles operates out of the shotgun. And a handoff to Meadows up the middle. Broke the line of scrimmage, and he's still on his feet, but that is not Meadows. That is Haynes. Haynes. Haynes twisting and turning, spinning. Got a first bank first down at the 12. A very vigorous run there by Jay Haynes, uh, taking the handoff, getting up there. Once he gets to the second level, he just makes makes so many moves, puts his foot in the ground, gets north and south, makes another cut. Uh, just a, a dynamic run there by Jay Haynes to pick up the first bank first down. It'll be first and 10 from, I'm trying to see if they spotted it at the 12 or 13. Looks like about the 13. Kyle's at quarterback. Going to run the option coming to the near side. Pitches it to Haynes off the right side. He lowers his shoulder, and he's going to pick up a couple of yards, uh, maybe to the 10. Yeah, just running a little option play. Uh, Kyle decides to pitch it out to Haynes. Picks up a couple, couple yards there. Brings up second. And seven here with the ball spotted at the uh, 10 yard line. Maurice Cameron checks into the game for the Tigers and Jamiroquai Lewis comes out. Tigers gonna go in the eye formation, Robertson and Haynes with Lawrence wide out to the near side of the field. Toss sweep to the left. Haynes inside to 10, trying to get to the corner, dives into the end zone, touchdown, Hanley. It's just a foot race to the corner of the end zone there, Adam. Uh, good job, too, up front, blocking along the offensive line, and Aid Robinson had the key block to break uh, Haynes along the edge, and then Haynes just used his speed uh, to get to the pylon for the score. Now Burns on for the EMT point after try. EMT response ready 24-7. That's emergency medical transport. Kyles will hold. Landon Bozeman is the long snapper. Good snap, and the kick is up. And that kick is a good. Tigers lead 42-13, 9.20 to go here in the ball game. Back right after this. Org. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. 
our Reliance Realty Handley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services is Reliance Realty. Handley Tigers cap off a four-play 73-yard drive with a 10-yard TD run by number six, Jay Haynes. PAT was good by Kayla Burns. Your Handley Tigers lead 42-13 with 9.30 or 9.20 left in the fourth quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com, phone number 334-863. 21 61s. Burns to kick off to the Bulldogs of Montevallo. High end over end kick going to be fielded at the 24 along the far hash mark right up the the seam there. Anderson and he's going to be uh, brought down at about the 38 in Anderson. Tackle made by number 17. That's where the Bulldogs will start this drive here. And uh, the defense just needs to settle in. Looks like we're rotating a few guys in. Uh, uh, along that defensive front, and uh, Phillips has been in, and Cannon Kyles has been there on defense as well. But uh, just need to uh, play solid defense here. Don't give up any big plays. And uh, with nine minutes, 13 seconds left in the ball game here, stop this Bulldog offense. Central leads uh, Andalusia 28-21 with uh, six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Hand off to Anderson right up the middle, Anderson and he's uh, stopped right at the line of scrimmage. It looks like Matt Tower's going to be involved in that stop along with uh, uh, Christian Jones as well. All right, guys, here's the score for you. Thank you, Kyle, for passing it along to us. Aniston leads Bibb County 21-13 to in the fourth quarter. My goodness. They may get a chance to come to Ronald after, after all. all. Second down and 10 for Montevallo. As Cottingham goes in motion away from us. Dreyer back to pass, swings it out in the flats to him, and uh, he's wrestled out of bounds by Quade Lewis. But uh, he didn't gain much on that play. He didn't. Good job by Quade Lewis to come up, uh, make the stop uh, after the reception. And one thing I've noticed about Dreyer, he, his, his delivery is quick regardless. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't stand back there and waste a whole lot of time. He's, he's up. Finds his receiver and delivers the pass, but uh, good defense there uh, by Quade Lewis. Third down and nine. They'll give him a yard on it. Eight minutes to go and counting here in the fourth quarter. Hanley in control, 42 to 13. Goins goes in motion. Now he sets up at a wing on that right side of the formation. His dryer is going to swing it out there. Uh, that one intended for uh, number 10, Jones. Uh, looked like Jones kind of slipped down a little bit and then got back up, and it was over his head. Yeah, just uh, not able to connect there with Jones on the out route. Brings up fourth down here for the Bulldogs. Anderson does the punting, and uh, Montevallo looks like they're going to send him back there in punt formation. You know, I don't think that quarterback from Montevallo had a single snap above his knee. And he's six foot six. I know. He's pretty far from the ground. Both teams have struggled with that tonight. Yeah. Both teams. Very high kick by Anderson, and it's going to bounce off a Hanley player, but fielded uh, very alertly by Maurice Cameron, I do believe, and he's going to get it out across the 40 to about the 41, and that was an alert play. Yeah, heads-up play by Maurice Cameron. uh, Saw the ball come off, uh, bounce off the back of one of his own players uh, that was blocking for him, but heads-up play by Maurice to field that uh, punt and move it forward. 
And I do believe, Chris, you're probably going to see some uh, wholesale substitutions here uh, from the Tigers, maybe. Kyle's going to stay in at quarterback. Yeah, it yeah. Looks like we're going to keep the, the offensive line intact. Maybe Matt Tower's going to replace uh, Marion Bailey at left guard. Amaje Williams in at a receiver. Kyle's at quarterback with Jay Haynes back there. Haynes off the left side, bounces it to the outside. Now he hits that far sideline, turns on the Jets, making people miss along the way. He picks up a first bank first down at the Montevallo 15. What do you say about that? It was impressive. That was an impressive run. That's all I can say about it. He, he, and good blocking up front, good blocking at the point of attack to, to break Jay Haynes. Uh, along the Bulldog sideline, and then it was all Jay Haynes. That was just an impressive run uh, uh, by the sophomore to pick up the first bank first down. All right, I'm looking uh, over the field, trying to uh, call out some names that uh, might be in there. Uh, at a receiver to the near side of the field is uh, Henry, number 18. He'll be in the slot over here. Kyles takes the snap, going to run the option to the far side, and he's going to keep it. And looks like he's going to be close to the end zone. I believe they're going to spot him at about the uh, one-yard line. Flag on yes. the play. That ball carry was number 16, Cannon Kyles. Where was the flag, Chris? It's going to be right here on the Hanley sideline. Illegal procedure is the and call. And a procedure penalty call. Bibb County's tied it up uh, with Aniston 21-21, about 11 to go in the fourth quarter. (laughs) I hear you, Don. It's going to bring up first and 15. First and 15 now for the Tigers. They'll move the ball back out to the 21, I believe. Quade Lewis, you wide out over here to the near side of the field. And uh, Kyles hands it off to Haynes. And uh, not much doing there. Maybe a gain of one. Yeah, the Bulldogs get a good uh, penetration uh, along that uh, front there. Going to bring Haynes down uh, for a loss. And number 74, Richard Smith on the tackle. Ball carry was number six, Haynes. Jordan West, a wide receiver here for the Tigers. He and Henry will uh, line up over there on the far side of the field. Majay Williams in the slot to the near side. Ball shaded over toward the far hash. As Quade Lewis wide out over here with Kyles and Haynes in the backfield. And they fake the jet sweep and Kyles uh, runs it uh, right up the middle. It's gonna get it to about the 20, pick up a couple of on the play. Yeah, not much doing there. On the carry for Kyles, brings up third down. And about 16 here for the Tigers. We get this snap off, we're gonna be under five minutes, third down and about uh, 15 for the Tigers. 42-13, Hanley in control here in this contest. I'm gonna get to, uh, I'll go ahead and call it. Looks like the Tigers going back home next Friday night to take on the winner of Bibb County and Anniston. Final score from Woodland 
I'll give that after this play. And they, uh, Kyle swings it out uh, for Henry over here in the uh, right flats, and it's uh, incomplete. Uh, Chris, uh, final score from Woodland. Uh, the Woodland Bobcats, a terrific football season uh, this season, a turnaround year, but it's going to come to an end as uh, Barry defeats them by 10, 26-16. to 16. Coach Blair Armstrong, a tremendous job uh, with the Bobcats this year. Yeah, tremendous effort uh, there by Coach Armstrong and his squad. Uh, uh, forget what the record is, eight eight wins on the season, I believe, and that's, that's a huge turnaround for that program. Uh, expect big things from them next year. All right, so fourth down, and uh, Hanley, I believe, is going to take a timeout. Uh, they're going to do that, fourth down and 13. 4.38 to go in the game. Hanley leading 42-13. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchool Sports Hanley. Network. Your number one Hanley High School Tiger fan. Auto Owners Insurance and Tri-County Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure home, auto, business, and life, and to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit Evan Manning and Tri-County Insurance in Roanoke today and online at www.insuredez.com. And Hanley called that timeout on the fourth down and 13. As you uh, see them uh, on our video screen, they'll make their way back on uh, to the field, fourth and uh, 15, actually, with 4.38 to go in the game. You're going to keep the offense out there. Cofield's coming back into the game. I no. see Caleb Burns is on. He's going to try, try a field goal. Like Dalton said, we may need to do this later on. It'll be a good time to practice. Going to spot it down at the 28. It'll be a 38-yard field goal attempt from Caleb Burns. 38-yard field goal attempt by number seven, Caleb Burns. Good snap. Cofield gets it down. The kick is up. And ooh, just short, just short. He almost nailed it. So the Tigers going to hold on to that 42-13 lead with 4.36 to go. Chris, that looked good all the way, almost there. Yeah, uh, had it lined up good. Just uh, needed just a little bit more leg uh, to get it across the crossbar there, but uh, good effort. But like Lon and Dalton were saying, that you know that that's something that you know it, a game down the road, third, fourth round, it could come to that. Oh, exactly, exactly. Um, well, you, you can count on you count on special teams in, in one form or another, winning or losing a ball game for you sometime uh, during the course of a season, and uh, you know you got to got to be prepared for those situations. One thing I liked about it was a nice, quick snap. Ball got back there good. That's what we didn't have last week on the yeah. block field goal. Dryer back at quarterback, going to hand it off to Anderson up the middle, and he's going to fight forward for a couple of yards. He's actually going to get it out to, to about the 26. Yeah, I've been impressed with Anderson and his running tonight, Adam. Uh, uh, he's a solid back and uh, put forth a good effort here tonight uh, against a tough Hanley defense. He's a hard-nosed runner. That is for definite sure. So 
Second down and four. Anderson gets it right up the middle. He's going to have enough yardage out across the uh, 30 to about the 33, and he'll pick up a first down. But uh, I, I'm going to give Wes Slade a crowd, Mike. And uh, Wes, uh, your first opportunity this year to see him in person, the Hanley Tigers, and uh, kind of give us a, what your impression is. Yeah, super talented football team. Uh, there is a lot of speed at the skill positions on this team. Uh, kind of watching it, it's almost like – and I don't like using this comparison because I'm not a big fan of the Auburn Tigers, but back when they had uh, <laughs> Cadillac Williams and Ronnie Brown and Brendan Jacobs back there, it's similar. I yes, I, I do I do agree. Oh Wes, you know you like Auburn. You just Don, you know Don Strength and Lawn are going to be throwing stuff here. at you. That's fine. I'm used to getting stuff thrown at me. But that's a good comparison. I, th- that trio in the backfield and the speed that Hanley's got uh, and athletes all over it, that's a really good comparison. Yeah, and then and then the big guys too with with, with Cottle and uh, Dylan Brooks on the edge and even Ahmad Staples. A lot, of, a lot of guys who just make plays on both sides of the ball. And that microphone's cutting out, so I'm going to take it back from you. We're, we're going to penalize you there. Second down and eight, and uh, Anderson again on the carry. He's going to pick up uh, positive yards to about the 42. He's going to be about a yard shy of a first down. Yeah, got a lot of young Tigers rotating in uh, on this defense here, Adam. And I'll be honest with you, not familiar with all the numbers. I see uh, Eli Greer in along with number 60 uh, right along that defense front, uh, 46. uh, Cody Duck, uh, excuse me, Coy White in also. And and, uh, 45. Cody Duck in as well. And on the third down play, Montevallo going to pick up a uh, first down at about the uh, 44. Anderson again on that carry. It's good that uh, Handling created some separation here uh, with this uh, Montevallo Bulldog team and allow Coach Strain and his staff to substitute, put some of these younger guys in, let them get this experience of uh, actually playing in a playoff game, and uh, that's that's something that will pay uh, dividends on down the road when it's their, uh, when it's their time uh, to shine as upperclassmen. So get those guys in, get them some uh, reps here in a playoff game, and uh, uh, they'll be ready for it when their, their time comes in a couple of years. All right, guys, along the way that uh, back at home, Kyle or uh, anybody or Brian, if you've got an update, uh, anybody can find the uh, Aniston uh, Bibb County score for us. It was 21-21 at uh, last report. Very interested in uh, how that one uh, progresses. Second down, and uh, the snap is uh, in between Dreyer's feet. Anderson picks it up and loses about four yards. Yeah, that's something that's plagued them all night long. Uh, and frankly, the, the Hanley Tigers as well, but uh, uh, been able to uh, mitigate uh, some of the issues with our low snaps, but uh, it's plagued uh, the Bulldogs tonight and again uh, causes them to lose several yards there. I heard something fall Court, over here. Courtney's down there Co- throwing something. Courtney, Courtney's throwing stuff, okay. Anderson on the carry. And he's going to get it out to about the 49. Under a minute to play here as the clock continues to roll. The Tigers are going to win this thing. Uh, don't know exactly what the final is, but uh, are going to be, but it's uh, 43. Brian, you, uh, I can't tell if that's your microphone or the uh, crowd mic. Uh, is the crowd mic still on? Yeah, it's on. Turn that thing off. All right, fourth down. 
and five for Montevallo. Last play of the ball game, barring a penalty. And Anderson runs it right up the middle. He's got a first down to about the 40. They'll stop the clock for the first down. UMS Wright leading Pike Road 28 to uh, 17. That's going to be your final score. Your final score here from Montevallo is uh, you hear the train a-roaring. Hanley going to win this one by a score of uh, 42 to uh, 13. Chris, we're going to take a commercial break, and uh, we'll come back and we'll wrap this thing up. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchool Sports Network. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawee. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Kickstart your college plans. Mini Term 2 starts October 12th at Southern Union State Community College. Same classes as a full semester, except Mini Term means less time plus a faster finish. More than 20 courses offered. Apply and chat with an advisor today. Visit suscc.edu today. Click on Mini Term 2 registration and start racing toward that college dream. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Your Bank Your final score from Montevallo. We've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 42 to 13 is your final score here from uh, uh, Helena, Alabama, as uh, we barred their field tonight to, as Montevallo had the home game and uh, Hanley going to win this thing and uh, advance to the third round. Last uh, report we had was Aniston leading Bibb County 28-21. to 21. Aniston leading still in the fourth quarter, not a final yet. Chris, go ahead and take it uh, with your final impressions of the game, and I'm going to see if I can find a, a final score. Yeah. Well, Adam, I, you know, the Hanley Tigers come in here and uh, – you know, defeat the, the Montevallo Bulldogs 42-13. to 13. Did what they needed to do on the road in the second round uh, to advance. Get back home to the confines of right field next week. Um, but <coughs> a few things, you know, it's, it's tough to say what what bad did we have in winning, for, scoring 42 points. Tigers didn't look as crisp as they need to be in the first half. And that, that, 
that's what you want to take away from a 42 to 13 win. You want to have things as a head coach that you can work on next week. You know, you you blow somebody out. You want to be able to, uh, you know, you want as a head coach to have things to work on. Coach Strain, they're gonna have plenty of things to work on next week. Uh, giving up big plays. We gave up big plays in the first half. Thus, you know, the the, the Bulldogs able to advance the ball and score and. Uh, scored their opening uh, drive of the, the second half as well. Uh, we started slow coming out of the locker room in uh, the second half, but one thing that continues to plague us is our center quarterback exchange. We've got to get that worked out some way or another, and I know that Coach Strain and his staff uh, are aware of that, uh, obviously, and they continue to work on that because that throws the timing and the rhythm uh, of your playoff. Um, so much of the Coach Strain's offense is centered around timing and rhythm, uh, the, the the timing of the snap, the handoff, and so so forth. So, you know, they'll continue to work on that and work out some of the kinks like we talked about at the halftime. You know, we we didn't have that consistent play week to week to work out some of these uh, bugs and kinks and uh, different things, and, and now we're working through them, and you, you don't want to be working through those things in the playoffs because they'll come back to bite you against good, really good football teams uh, the deeper you go in the playoffs. But I know Coach Strain and his staff, this is not the first time they've been here, uh, and they'll continue to work on those things going forward. Uh, one plus uh, of tonight, we get to go home next week, get to play at home uh, in right field. So that's a big plus and a lot of positives to take away from this football game too. Uh, you know, they came out the second half, created that separation uh, from this uh, Montevallo Bulldog team and, and secured the ball game. Uh, and finished, you know, finished strong uh, defensively, did an awesome job against the run uh, as they always have that front seven. Uh, did give up a few few pass plays. They did hurt us uh, down the field throwing, uh, and we knew knew they would do that because they're, they're, that's, that's what they do. And uh, But uh, the Hanley Tigers able to, uh, to get some uh, separation in the second half and secure this win. So go home next week and uh, get ready. Uh, for either Bibb County or Aniston, whoever it may be, and uh, that'll be determined uh, shortly, and we'll know that, Adam. All right, going to pass a couple of, uh, scores along to you. Uh, Central of Clay County uh, defeated Andalusia 28-21. to That was a heck of a ball game. Alabama Christian defeats Jacksonville 31-21. to And the last score we have from uh, the Aniston-Bibb County game, Aniston leading uh, Bibb County by a score of 28-21 in the fourth quarter. Hanley, of course, will be at home next Friday night and take on the winner of that game. And uh, Don passed it back along to me uh, as I just got out of my mouth, 28 to uh, 21. Uh, shout out to T.A., Terry, uh, Terry Allen, and uh, Taylor Jones and the guys over at Woodland. Uh, what a great, tremendous season by the Woodland Bobcats this year. Uh, it's going to come to an end tonight at the hands of Barry uh, and Al. And uh, those guys struggled with a little video tonight. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, congratulations to Coach Armstrong and uh, – the, the Woodland Bobcats on a tremendous, tremendous football season. Did you uh, did you happen to see a Mobile Christian? Uh, no, uh, I, I, no, I don't have a Mobile Christian score. But uh, anyway, uh, as you hear the uh, Hanley High School marching band play our alma mater, uh, and uh, those of you still watching the video, you see that uh, on your screen. But, uh, guys, we got a lot of stuff to pack up and uh, get out of here. And uh, we appreciate everybody along the way. Guess what, folks? We'll be back on the air next Friday night uh, from Roanoke's right field. We'll let you know during the week uh, what our airtime will be. And so uh, Hanley wins this one 42-13 as we'll advance to the third round of the 4A playoffs. 
for the entire gang. Dalton Screws on our camera, Bryant Whaley, our Mike Fields man on the field, Lon Hurst, our producer, Chris May, our color man, Wes Slay, our guest tonight, along with my beautiful daughter-in-law, Victoria, uh, all in-house uh, with us tonight. And uh, thanks to uh, everybody along the way. That's going to do it here. Hanley 42, Montevallo 13. Until next Friday night, I'm Adam Slay bidding you a farewell. This is Hanley Tiger football. Hanley Tiger Championship football has been powered by the Knowles Group and sponsored in part by Southern Union State Community College, WM Grocery, First Bank of Alabama, Meadows Farm Equipment, Shepherd's Jewelry, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Tanner Hospital, Trailer Health and Rehabilitation, Tri-County Insurance Evan Manning, First Bank, Randolph County Mobile Homes, Air Control, the Randolph Leader, Emergency Medical Transport, Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown Team, Futural Farms, EHC Pharmacy, Reliance Realty, Corner One, The Car Clinic, Lowry Drugs and Gifts, Express Chicken and Fish, Edward Jones Financial, Sean Bradley, and by Main Street Animal Hospital. Rebroadcast, reproduction, or retransmission of tonight's presentation in any form is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Hanley High School Athletic Department. This is the iSchool Sports Network.